2: Welcome to the episode, that's not how I start things. <laughs> Welcome to epi- episode 14 of the official Geek Speak podcast. I'm your host Sean, and joining as always is my co-host, certified clock app aficionado, Rudy Rudolph. <laughs> this is the podcast where we watch movies, make movies, play games, and more. What else can you ask for? And today we're actually as a guest. This is Nikhil Clayton, he's on TikTok. Say hi. Hello
3: everybody. So Nikhil. introduce yourself, yeah. I'm Nikhil Clayton, I'm on TikTok. Um, at Nikhil Clayton, I make silly skits about comic books. Yeah.
2: He has about 600,000 plus followers, I think, and that's amazing and good job. Um, Thank you for
0: coming out today. Of course. Yes.
3: Thank you for having me.
2: What was the name you gave me? (laughs) Certified Clock App Aficionado. So the Clock App is TikTok. And as someone who just got the app today, <laughs> you are the, the number one expert on all things TikTok. Uh,
0: yes, I know all You follow, our, I think, 10 <laughs> accounts.
2: Yes, I'm, do, I'm doing great. <laughs> one of which isn't the QoClickens, so yes. You made the cut. Fantastic. All right, so if you are listening to this right now on things like Spotify or Audible or wherever, we're also on YouTube right now in person. So that's pretty cool. You can watch this video. Josh will be editing our two-camera setup.
0: Woo! I'm so sorry. It's, it's all good. I'm the one to ask for this. And
2: so usually every episode we will be going through a different Disney Channel original movie, or DCOM for short, and we'll see how in a short period of time, the biggest media company on Earth catered towards solely children with a large sample size, and we'll see any quality changes, etc. We did not make Nikhil watch it.
3: <laughs> I would have watched it if I know what it was.
2: <laughs> I understand and I appreciate that. But I don't want to make you watch these. <laughs> when, when we do High School Musical, we'll call you. <laughs> but only that one. Uh, no, Sky High didn't go to theater. It went to Sky High was a, the yeah. actual movie. Not a, not a decom. But today's will be Don't Look Under the Bed, and we'll insert that uh, editor of us talking about that somewhere in this whole video. So enjoy that wherever it comes in the edit. So we have news to talk about. A lot of stuff has happened this past week in the world of news and film and comics and stuff. Uh, first thing that happened was the Oscar nominations went out.
3: You like the Oscars,
2: right?
1: I love the
3: Oscars.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They are nonsense, but really fun nonsense.
3: Absolutely.
2: (laughs) Is there anything you guys want to talk about specifically with the Oscars? Like Best Picture, potentially? Uh
0: I'm not a fan of Don't Look Up getting nominated for Best Picture. Uh have you the seen rest, it? I have seen it. The, the rest of the nominees, like, are fine. There's I haven't seen Belfast, Drive My Car, and there's another one I haven't seen. King Richard? No, you saw that. No, I've seen that. Um, I don't remember what it is. But, like, overall, I think this year they did a pretty good job. Uh, Coda, that was the other one. I have seen, now I think, four of these. I've seen Dune,
2: Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. I still need to see Belfast, Coda, Drive My Car, and Don't Look Up. And King Richard, I think, yeah. I am least looking forward to Don't Look Up. Uh, I have seen Vice. I have seen Step Brothers and Angerman. Those are my Adam McKay films I've seen. <laughs> I liked one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Vice, I thought the content could have been was interesting, and it was a clever story to tell. But dear god, the editing killed the entire film to me. <laughs> well, he edited like a comedy. And it's like a it did not work at all in the post credit scene for no reason like a
0: Marvel
3: film. Buddy, you're gonna hate. Don't look up. <laughs> <good. laughs>
0: I've been telling him for weeks to not watch it. And I tell it's some of the worst editing I've ever seen in a movie. And what
2: is it, it got have? nominated for best? Well, Editor. no,
3: I'll say this personally. I like Don't Look Up. I agree that it shouldn't be on Best Picture, but I did enjoy the film.
2: So I, this I'm giving myself a challenge now to watch all the Best Picture, Best Actor. Best Supporting Actress, You have nominees. And it's gonna be a challenge. <laughs> um, I've watched a decent amount last year. We, went, we already did the best in 2021 mm-hmm. uh, episode, two episodes ago now. So I, I really want to see you drive my car. I've heard great things about that. Oh, yeah, I
3: saw that the other day, it was uh, fantastic. How
2: Are the Dogs on Netflix? I'm gonna watch that tomorrow. Power of the Dogs
3: pretty damn good as that well. It's really good. I'm mad at myself, usually, like I'm really into movies and I have usually seen most of them when the Oscars come right. out. And I make a, a attempt every year and usually Succeed <laughs> in watching everything that's out this year because I've been so much more focused on comics. I've only seen I had only seen two of the best pictures, and then I went and watched Drive My Car. So now I'm up to three. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but
2: Wait, so you saw Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, and which one? Power the Dog. That's right.
3: I'm seeing Belfast tomorrow.
2: <laughs> Linköping Pizza is weird. Mm-hmm. Watched that last night for the first time. <laughs> what a film, y'all. Bradley Cooper, um, wild. I love that the kids though, or the teenagers, looked like people. Not like celebrities not like no acting like no one had no one had washboard abs they all, it wasn't KJ app in Riverdale <laughs> You telling me Riverdale isn't realistic <laughs> there's a scene though where he the main kid in liquor pizza puts on a white suit and gets all tailored and I whispered to him but when I was a boy <laughs> like from Daredevil with, with Kingpin because hes a sa- similar like uh, stature to young Kingpin was in that show oh, he's like getting like donning the white suit <laughs> I'm like to ask out a girl. <laughs> Uh, Who's a decade older than him? I am happy Cruella got nominated for best hair and makeup. Tick, tick, boom should have gotten a nomination for best picture. To me personally, I
3: I would have rather seen Tick, tick, boom, which I have seen, over West Side Story, which I don't want to want, don't want to see because of Ansel and <laughs> yeah, because of Ansel. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the thing with that, to me, I, I, I had the same problem as watching it. Like this is creepy because of the context, but also because everyone else made that film. And I, I, I tend to want to see like, movies. I still. I do
3: agree that you know movies are collaborative media. It's a whole army. However, mm-hmm. I also think West Side Story. It seems p- like the most basic music movie musical that yes, they could have yeah. made. And Tick, Tick, Boom is a very inventive way on the modern movie musical. Beautiful film. Beautiful. Uh,
2: <laughs> we did an episode about that with Hunter Ferris mm-hmm. actually, so listen to that episode, guys.
3: That's called But I, c- I won't judge it too harshly until I actually watch West Side Story. West Side Story, story
2: mm-hmm. I think, I hated this story before. I, I have seen it. Most of the movie, I've seen it on stage twice, and I've seen, I've heard the songs my whole life, my parents were both actors. And I went into this movie thinking it to be terrible because I hate with that story, <laughs> <laughs> I liked it a lot. Uh, I
0: think a big part of that is I the stylization say, of
3: it. Definitely looks stupid. beautiful. It's, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. It looks beautiful. It's, Spielberg continues to be. It's himself. the
0: best I've seen Spielberg direct in a very long time. Yeah, but he puts <laughs> everything into it. And like but when you compare it to like Ready Player One or The Post, like those like he does fine with, but like the, you never felt like he like really wanted to tell those stories. In Ready
2: Player One, he only directed the non VR scenes, pretty much, which is like
3: twenty minutes of the movie. I will say my biggest issue with the Oscar noms, uh, with my limited viewing, is (laughs) the animated film category. Yes. Because there's this movie that I don't think anyone's ever heard of. I've mentioned it before on social media and no one's agreed with me. But it's called Summit of the Gods. It's on Netflix. I have heard of this. I have not heard of it. It's a very amazing story about these two mountain climbers who try to scale Everest and it's based on apparently a Japanese manga, I didn't know that. (laughs) But it's wonderfully animated and wonderfully done and I, I'm so sad it's not on there. And, I, and because of the fact there's also three Disney movies up, like, yeah. I know the policy is always, like, basically, when it comes to Best Animated Film, it's not good, but what they do is they're always like, throw the five highest grossing animated films up on there, mm-hmm. and we'll pick the Disney one. Like, yeah. that's how we get Boss Baby and Ferdinand and stuff <laughs> with got, got Academy Boss Award Baby. nominations.
2: Boss Baby 2 should be nominated, y'all. Boss Baby 2 was wasn't And this
3: time, Disney was just like, we're th- doing three, so that, I don't know. Like I feel like it's got to go to Encanto, but like technically, all of them any other year would have won.
0: I think I, it should be Mitchell's versus Machines.
2: I think
3: it, it, I think it should be. I think it are going really be Encanto.
0: If it's not going to be Mitchell's versus Machines, it'll probably be Encanto. I do
2: say Nicole Kidman should win an Oscar for her AMC ad, which I see all the time in the theaters. <laughs> it's hilarious, and it's an ad for AMC while you're in an AMC. It's like, look at this quality, I'm like, yes, I, I'm already sold, I'm here, <laughs> I have A list already. Yay or nay overall on the Oscar nominations so far, what do you think What got I nominated? That's
3: a, that's a yay. Yeah, that's
2: a yay. I agree, I think there's always some snubs every year. You saw The Green Knight, you liked that. I think Green a Knight nom- was phenomenal. Did you see
3: Green Knight? I have, not seen Green I
2: have it on Blu-ray, I've not seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but next up is something that Josh can rant about for a second. It's The Book of Boba Fett just ended, <laughs> and he's seen all of it, I've been in the room for
0: some <laughs> scenes. So my biggest problem with this is the lack of consequences. You have and two minutes to talk. I'm, I'm aware. You give me a time limit when I, when I do this stuff. <laughs> so it's the lack of any kind of finality and just returning everything to the status quo. Season one and two of Mandalorian had this very clear set story of where it was supposed to go and season two ended perfectly and it was supposed to be like, we're never going to touch this again. It's going to be something entirely new. He's going on a new journey. and. This show completely 100% ruins it. It returns it back to the status yes. quo. It undoes everything The Mandalorian stood for. And now it's just like, here, you, we, all the fans can be happy now. No, Don't hate us like you hated The Last Jedi, please? Mm. Please? And it infuriates me to no end. Aside from that, the show is very meh. Like, yeah or nay on the show? I'm going to give it an a nay. Oh, it's, all right. I, I don't think it's that worth a watch unless you're a hardcore Star Wars fan and you want to see more of this. But, like... It just, it doesn't work as like a space mob story. It doesn't work as a space western. Boba Fett is not an interesting character in this. There's some interesting things, but overall it's just eh. And like you underuse ming Wen as well. And like she's, there's no, she gets nothing to do in this. Like, uh, I'm n- not a fan.
2: <laughs> I love The Last Jedi and hearing that is the
0: exact opposite mentality that I've I'm like,
2: that's probably not my vibe then.
3: I feel the exact same. <laughs> just, just watch
0: Mandalorian. Don't watch this, and and it'll what be. What if I LL never watch Mando, Josh? Oh, that's a, that's a problem. You should watch it. That's yes. You've seen about a half season of Mando. Half
3: a season of Mando. Nice.
0: <laughs> we
2: are well equipped for this topic. <laughs> Absolutely.
3: I've seen the nine real Star Wars movies. I've seen Clone Wars. Yeah. I've nice. seen Rogue One. I never watched Solo.
2: That's fine. It's <laughs> that is a very air film. I don't think it to interact as. We I did will
3: before. say this though. I do admire what they were doing briefly of making spinoffs standalone films Mm -hmm. to address one plot hole. Like, they made Rogue One to explain how the the, uh, Death Star Star blew up, Mm -hmm. and then they made Solo to explain the castler run. That's fine, they should just keep doing that. (laughs) Whole movies to address one one plot hole.
2: (laughs) Josh, I have better Star Wars news for you, yay? The Ben uh, the Ben Kenobi Show, the Obi Wan Kenobi Show called Kenobi premieres March 25th. They lose the first poster of him, and it's him on a sand planet, someone Tatooine. I'm
0: so sick no, of it's these sand be planets.
3: Jakku. <laughs> <Let's
0: just laughs>
3: what is the difference between Jakku and Tatooine? It's a different city, that's all. It's, it's entirely different.
2: You see, Tatooine Arrakis. has two sons. It's Arrakis. Oh. <laughs>
3: and Jakku has uh, Simon Pegg <laughs> as a monster. As a monster.
2: All right, and that's, so Yeah, your nay on the Kenobi poster slash uh, date of release announcement. That's a, that's a news piece. I'm excited for Kenobi show. I'm giving it a yeah. I mean... I'll, uh, I'll
0: give it a tentative I'll VA for
2: I'll
3: go nay just because I know I'm probably not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it seems cool. I'm happy for everyone to like, like it. I you, McGregor.
2: Like, I liked his I know, he's, yeah, he's great.
3: Yeah. I just, I don't watch a lot of TV. Last
2: episode, we mentioned how they're going to give Sully a mustache in Uncharted oh with God. an explanation of, he has to have it because of this reason, because... Movies are obsessed with giving order stories to facial hair and hair. Uh, my segue to this is there's an Uncharted posters now. We got two posters here. I know we, it's uh, mostly an audio medium, so you guys can't see this, but we can react to it.
3: Uh, you good? <laughs> this is just the, the best kind of audio content. <laughs> That's all <laughs> look at this image.
2: <laughs> well, also, there are video. We can put it on the video, in the video version, too. Here's, so we got, here's the image. We got the uh, <laughs> Tom Holland Uncharted poster here, which to me looks good to this part, and the back part with the boat looks
0: like a fan edit. Same with the Sully thing. Okay, but that grabs my attention. It's just yeah. like, why the, the fuck Sully, are they flying a the pirate Sully ship? This one
3: looks much better. Like, in terms of just looking His real. His face is looking confused. That's just Mark Wahlberg in general. <laughs> I know. Mark Wahlberg's such a weird cast.
0: That.
2: <laughs> yes. Josh, since you're the Uncharted, are you play Uncharted games? I have not played Uncharted. Me either. Since you play Uncharted, and you've been running on, on the podcast for months now, <laughs> um. Thoughts on the posters? Yeah or
0: nay? They're better than that one poster with like all the heads on it. That's uh, true. So, so I'll give it a yay. That's
3: true. The, anything's better than that, man. <laughs> I'm so
0: t- <laughs> i so tired of those posters.
2: <laughs> uh, also, so so yeah or nay? For, uh, yay. I'll, I'll give these a yay. I'll give it a nay because I don't. They look like fan to me personally. They don't look like real posters, like real pictures of any kind of thing.
3: Listen, I'm just happy that we're getting like like an adventure movie. I feel like it we don't get a adventure movies really anymore. That's true. Also, the... uh, whatever stu- what studio makes it. So, point to the camera right now. Sony, if you'd like to still send me your cool Uncharted box, I'd rep your movie right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we all would. Let's, let's bring our podcast at home. Again,
0: I'll Actually,
2: have you. Yeah, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> uh, posters are a yay. Please <laughs> let me be on the <laughs> red carpet with you. Another poster happened. I'm not going to be in the picture because who cares? The Morbius poster happened for a movie that's been delayed seven times.
3: Oh, Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: care. We can talk more about Morbius and we
3: mention but more Marvel thing stuff. I think is, still like. I hate Jared Leto. <laughs> I don't think Jared Leto is good at what he does. No. And I think he's pretty pretentious in general. However, also this movie's been delayed seven times. Yes. Which is a Literally horrible side. And bad. also it seems to be trying retroactively, I'm pretty sure, to get into the Venom universe. Because I'm pretty yes. sure it's supposed to yeah. come out before Venom.
2: Yes, originally, yes. yes.
3: So all of those are s- bad sides. <laughs> but the trailer did look cool yes i I that. saw that at before no way home and I was like well that's it not as about bad it. as I expected I don't I hit the line of I'm
2: Venom. I'm just kidding. You I think that's
3: funny, though, dude. I didn't laugh at it. I don't I know. I think that's the kind of shit, like, if you lived in a world with Venom, why wouldn't you? Like, but the thing is, no it.
0: one knows what Venom is. They all know, like, he exists, because everything in both movies, he's been, in, like, in hiding and trying to keep himself out of the eye of the public. he exists
3: now. I, there, someone knows Venom. It's I the see. internet age. Look, like, the like, internet age. If there was a giant black they goopy boy. They had the rave. The rave that, scene
0: yeah, happened,
2: Venom 2. If too. there
3: was a giant black goopy boy running around <laughs> town, boy. you would know about him. We'd all know about him. <laughs>
0: Look, that movie takes place And then if you saw
3: a real dude who just suddenly grew giant fangs, you'd be like, well, that's probably Venom. Like, That's fair. It's <laughs> logical. But that movie
0: takes
2: place... You wouldn't think place. this is an
3: unrelated vampire. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Speaking of the Spunk universe, the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel carriers, which that is, that is the official name, and I hate it.
3: Spunk? Yes. Spunk. I like the Amazing Spider-Man. Like, Tasm universe made more sense. Tasm. But anyway, we also have two more additions to this now. Oh, goody! We here.
2: have here we have Tako- Dakota Johnson getting her Madam Web Madam film, Web?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, reported by Deadline, which is not a bad idea in terms <laughs> of her casting. I'm fine with that. Uh, the movie, stop making these solo Spider-Man movies without Spider-Man. Bring in, I Andrew! Think,
3: Bring it, Andrew! Why do they need Andrew? They need they need a the Spider-Man. Thing is, look, the Craven movie's coming. Yeah, that's you my next movie. You literally news, can't on. have Craven Yeah, with, without Spider-Man. Like, Venom, fine. Eddie Brock. Short Morbius, I'm confused, but he's not that good of a villain anyway. So I'm sure you can make up a new thing. It's kind of weird to me that if you're going to do a solo Morbius with absolutely no chance of crossing over with Blade. That's strange to me. Yeah. But that's fine. Madam Web is just going to be like the cosmic one. Like, it's just going to be like writing the lines of fate and everything. Sure. Craven wants to kill Spider-Man. He's got one thing. His most famous story is the story he succeeds in killing Spider-Man. Like, there's no, what do you do? Yay yeah, or nay yeah. on the
2: Morbius poster for you guys who have seen nay. it. Nay, it's, it's a terrible poster, it's a
0: terrible poster. It's a bad poster, it's a triangle thing again.
2: Yeah. So- it's got
0: cool, wavy lines. <laughs> Sony, we may hate your Morb- Morbius poster, we do love your Uncharted posters, though. <laughs> hey, bring us the Morbius premiere, though. Hey, no,
3: actually, I have a better chance to go to the Morbius premiere, <laughs> so <laughs> I would rather that. I just don't even want to go to the premiere, y'all. I just want the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> do you the people people get these cool boxes. The Atari box looks so cool. There's like puzzle pieces and stuff. Ah, it looks so fun. I don't get boxes. <laughs> I sound really whiny. It's I just the, think it'd be fun. This is the room
2: of ADHD people right now. <laughs> I just
3: I think it'd be so fun to have a box.
2: So, uh, <laughs> on the basis of just casting Dakota Johnson's Madam Web, yay or nay? I'll
3: yeah, give it a yay, yeah, yay. yeah.
2: Um, speaking of the Spunk and Craven, though, oh, Russell Crowe cool. joins the cast yes. as Craven's dad. That could, Weird,
3: but cool. <laughs> I think
2: that'll be interesting. Yeah, I think Jor-El it's fine. himself?
3: I think it's fine. We're in a, like a Russell Crowe Renaissance thingy right now. He's got a lot of I roles. like his jor A yeah.
2: Man of Steel. Yeah. Yay to Kodonson.
0: uh Yay yeah. to Russell Crowe being Kraven.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. not? He's fun. Will uh, he do
0: a thick Russian accent, though? If he yes. doesn't do the Russian accent, I'm walking out the theater.
3: The real question is will Aaron Tyler Johnson do it? Because the concept of Aaron Tyler Johnson being called Sergey Kravinov <laughs> is amazing. I,
0: I think if he really bulks up for this, I think I'll buy it. <laughs> Give him the full hair over thing. Oh, my
2: God.
3: Honestly, uh, uh, he's older now that I know that I'm picturing him. But Russell Crowe and, like his prime would have made the premium. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: Like um, that gladiator Russell Crowe definitely would have. We're gonna switch Viper He
2: go could L- be called Sergei
3: Kravadoff. I wouldn't bet an eye. I'd be like that makes <laughs> sense.
2: Russell Crowe. Hey I'm fine with this. Yay. Yeah. We have one more piece of news for the day, and then we'll move into our main topic. This involves the, uh, an MCU property called Ironheart. If you're not familiar, who Iron Ironheart, Ironheart is as a character, she's Riri Williams. She's a 16 year old woman who basically uh, is the next Iron Man kind of character. Mm. Um, she's really cool. Has a good series. I think I read Rip her for- War Machine. Yeah, right? Like...
3: <laughs> Falcon gets gets to go out and cook out America. Or was she just looking sad? And they were just, just like,
2: I'm here. Well, Don Teutle probably wants to be out eventually anyway. I He's getting that. his own show. Armor Wars, yeah, I know. Which is to
3: introduce this character. Yeah, it's to introduce
2: Ruby. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, uh, the news is that Anthony Ramos, um, of Hamilton fame for a lot of people here... Uh,
3: of oh, cheating fame. What? Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Joins the cast of Ironheart. Also in the Heights. Yeah. And the next Transformers. Yeah, you're oh, an A on him joining um, Ironheart.
3: Say so, yeah. Um, Marvel, with the exception of Iron Fist, has never steered me wrong on casting. Yeah. So, I don't hate
2: any of the castings, really. Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah. Well, Incredible Hulk, you hate the movie, so.
3: Yeah, but Norton's still a good cast.
2: You, okay, it's that's It's just, fair. like,
3: not yeah. as good as Ruffalo, but they also they did it better the second time, so I thought was that.
2: But Anthony Ramos joined Ironheart. See, it was fine. I liked it. The Hamilton recording. I have things I can't get tickets to Broadway to see it.
3: Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I watched right. on Disney Plus. I don't have yeah. the tickets to yeah, Broadway.
2: <laughs> I liked him in the, him In the Heights.
3: Um, yeah, he's fine. I wasn't a big fan of In the Heights in general, but he seemed fine in it.
2: We had a whole episode about that. I <laughs> ran into it because I loved it on stage when I saw it like, in a local theater. I'm like, this is fantastic. They changed so much of this. Of they, the, do,
3: they cut my favorite song. That's actually when I stopped watching the movie. Which, which one? Uh, in Util. Yes. <laughs> I got so upset about that.
0: <laughs> I got furious. Okay, that's our news. So that was... What? Go go on. Okay, I like your shirt. Oh, you want to Uh, Oh, yes. This is a a one-of-a-kind Geek Speak podcast shirt that he got for me as a present. Uh, If you're interested in buying one, we don't have a store to
3: sell these. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I feel you. I keep telling people I'm going to start selling merch. I just don't.
0: (laughs) But if you start following us more and telling people, we We might might in the future. But not this
2: one. Our listenership
0: fluctuates every episode so drastically.
3: How much do you guys usually get?
2: It varies from like here's ten to here's a hundred. Like it, 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 it's not usually a big podcast, but we just haven't been consistent. That's the only problem. Because of school, yeah, makes sense. Um, our, I think our biggest episode was with whole, with yeah. So that's on the back. I have if you've listened to the podcast for a while, it has every nickname he's gotten in every episode. That's far. Can,
0: I don't
3: know if they can see this Yeah, it's is, on there. Yeah, this it's on fall. weird
2: false. Um, I don't know if everyone here is Mysterio's right, because he firmly believes that. <laughs> I have I totally firmly believe that.
3: How can you believe that? He's joking. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, was so it's not even an actual debate in, like, our world. It's <laughs> <This laughs> a debate in their world. Yeah. We know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke. Like,
0: My- Mysterio, let me, let me break this down for you. Mysterio was not here. <laughs> okay,
2: JJJ. I hope they couldn't recast him anyway. So our main topic today is about the X Men because Nikhil is a huge X Men fan and he knows a lot more about uh, more about X Men than we do. I have read comics intermittently throughout my life. Josh has read almost none.
0: I've read some sporadically, mostly just Spider Man stuff. Right. I love when. Studying. She... <laughs> I
2: love when uh, in the Ultimate City comics so when Kitty and Peter a thing. After not reading the annual when I was reading Ultimate Spider Man, I'm like, oh wait, what happened? <laughs> that happened off the page from the, from the main series. Like ah. I missed something. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I forgot annual, annuals existed when I was reading comics a few years ago. I'm like, wait a minute. I, I, was, was,
3: I, I always forget annuals. Were I was reading
2: mm-hmm. like 3 different series at once. I'm like,
3: what is happening now?
2: <laughs> Things just changed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was really fun. And he has a lot about X-Men. We both seen all the movies, of course. I've watched all of X-Men Evolution three times, I think, in my whole life. Um, I've
3: seen it twice.
2: I own the first season on DVD, actually.
3: <laughs> I may have seen it twice, um, all when I was a kid.
2: And then, I've seen all of Wolverine and the X-Men, the one season it is, a few times, and the 90s X-Men show uh, more times than I should have growing <laughs> up. <laughs> I don't remember almost anything of it now, because it's been so long, um, but it's a really good show, and a great job of depicting Gambit, which is your favorite X-Men character. It is. I love getting my favorite is Nightcrawler. Kurt, I love Kurt. And Gambit's, I think, probably number two for me. I, he's, he's just cool. Like, it's nothing more than that for me. Just, he's just cool. Yes,
3: yeah, that's totally fair. <laughs>
2: Like, I, that's a good factor to have. Um, people are
3: getting real fed up with me online now about Gambit. Yeah, I keep talking <laughs> about it. People are like, like, I get the Gambit's your guy, but he, he can't come into the MCU this early. I'm like, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I would
2: love to see a yeah, giant size X Men lineup because I think it would be really cool. Because, like, get um, a, a Colossus, a Nightcrawler, and Storm. Like, had that lineup from the comics be the open li- opening lineup would be really cool. We can, we can touch on what you said in your series about the MCU stuff in a minute. Um, but, Josh,
0: who's your favorite X Men character based on your. Movie knowledge, my, mostly. My limited knowledge is the most basic bitch-ass answer of Wolverine. <laughs> That's uh, the
3: only real answer if you've only seen the movies. Yeah. Because,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, the movies, do, and we'll get into this. Emerald's of like, sucks. <laughs> but Wolverine, like, they care about writing him. Not so much for everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Origins was my first ever X-Men movie I saw. So that kind of just set the precipice for Wolverine being my favorite as a kid. And, like, Spider-Man Web of Shadows, that game came out. I got to fight Symbiote Wolverine, which was really cool. That sounds um, awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, like, I found out, like, the rest of the X-Men series existed and Wolverine was the main character. I was like, this is great. I love this. <laughs> yeah, uh, my exposure to X-Men in film was first
2: X-Men The Last Stand. I was...
3: You guys th- had great starting point. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I
0: saw a New XM before because I watched the cartoons I, and I read comics before. After I saw Origins, I went out and bought Wolverine Claws, like, right after I saw the movie. I was just like, this is so cool! Well, it's funny, as a kid, you
2: see in Beast Media and, like, you get upset that even if it's good or bad, you're like, yeah, I course, just like yeah. this. Like, I, my favorite TV show of all the time is after the Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. I saw The Last Airbender movie in theaters three times because I was a dumb child, <laughs> and I just saw, like, resemblances of my favorite characters. Right. It wasn't even like there were good depictions. It was like, wait, there's Aang! <laughs> I said it wrong, who cares? It's Aang! Like, it was my mindset. <laughs> Um, so I, I like, I got it, I got the games, like, ah, like, I get, the more I watch, I'm like, this is just wrong. <laughs> it's like the effect people had with Phantom Menace when it first came out. It's also like
3: when you're a little kid, for some reason, you can't tell what bad acting is. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem nearly as <laughs> Or weird. editing or anything, it's just... Yeah. Like, well, editing stuff is just because, like, you've you got a hyperactive mind anyway when you're little. Yeah. But, like, there's, like, the Avatar movie I also watched. I didn't hate it when I was a little, little. Yeah. But, like, re-watching it, the, all of them are, like, so stale and wooded. It's bad. And it's like that's the thing that baffles music is, like, how was I not bored by none of these people having emotions? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember as a child um, the night before I was watching a Nickelodeon special about the movie, about the premiere, before, the night before I saw it, and they mentioned, and this is no render, he plays I'm like and my, um, my brother said, you're not going to say the movie, and like, right? And I'm like, no, no, the reporters got wrong. <laughs> I'm like, ah, they did say the movie. Fascinating.
3: I I still remember, this is not really Marvel, but I still remember telling my parents after we watched... Uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 4, Stranger Tides, mm-hmm. I told Never my parents, I was like, ah, oh, that, that wasn't too bad. And my mom literally looked at me and was like, yes, it was. You're just a fan of the franchise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, I wish someone told me that as a kid for the last I remember, but also, it's fun liking someone. You <laughs> yeah, know, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, that's fine. So, when I watched The Last Stand, and then I, like, that was my first X-Men movie I saw. I think it was the only X-Men movie at the time, as a child. Like, and then the you next day... You
3: saw X-Men movie? It's on? called
2: X-Men Last Stand.
3: Still, I think you can call it X well, three. You didn't think about any of the stuff they were talking about. You're like, ah, that's that's just. That was like that <laughs> <everyone else. laughs> was Just like <laughs> things are blowing up. That's cool.
2: Well, I will say it has a good in the last scenes. It has it does have a decent team dynamic with the people, and I like that look for a report on the battle. Is the only movie that had that at all in the original three movies.
3: Well, two, two, two? is okay. a good team up.
2: T- they had two. different, They weren't like all together though. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a few different separate well, teams doing stuff. They're
0: all together in X three because they're the only
2: ones that are still alive. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Um, two has a scene that I do very much like, which is when Colossus is getting all the kids like I
0: love that
2: scene.
3: hiding. And then Wolverine like sees him and like they have a brief like talk of like what they're gonna do and then Wolverine goes to fight. Like mm. that's a pretty dope scene.
2: I also like the the coming out scene where it's like, can you just try not being a mutant? <laughs> I'm like, oh, ah. Interesting reaction. Interesting coming from you, Brian Singer. <laughs> right. Uh this is some interesting um uh, it definitely tainted those movies a lot more than they already were it by making those movies. So, overall, I like most of the X movies at least okay.
0: I'd say, yeah, most of them are okay. It's, it is is the weirdest franchise of movies that <laughs> right. you could think of, because nothing in the timeline continuity makes any damn sense. No,
3: it does, it just loops on itself. <laughs> Once you understand the loop, <laughs> it's all good. Ten it.
2: It's a Jeremy Barmy.
3: Never mind the fact that in the first three X-Men films, they introduced Kitty Pryde three times. four different times. Four? They really do.
2: <laughs> I know they used three different actors for the Kitty over one, two, and three.
3: No, in one, they reference a woman who can walk through walls in Indiana, and then and later they, they, they show was, Kitty Pride yeah. at the mansion.
2: That could have been the same person at that point. That uh, has been really weird. It's just not
3: like, been that long, but it
2: is funny. It's three different <laughs> actors playing the role over three different films. Like that's uh, also Elliot Page did a great job in that role. are only yeah. yeah, with what he did, that's great. Um, let's see. What is what? Okay, let's start with X Men One.
0: <laughs> are we just going down? Yeah, like, I have the list yeah. of yeah. movies. Uh, talk oh, about boy. the
2: movies. Um, oh boy. What did? Oh, when I saw X Men Three, uh, the next day I went to block, Blockbuster. Legitimately Blockbuster.
4: Across from Hollywood <laughs>
2: Video. Um, not a joke. And I rented X-Men 1 and 2, and my brother watched 1 and 2 the next day together. And it was really fun. So I, I got more into the X-Men, even more from that. Because I had previously learned how to read by reading X-Men as a kid.
4: Damn. And I
2: drew, I used to draw a lot, so I drew the X-Men characters. Like, oh, let's just trace Wolverine, and then I'll try and copy them, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I used to love the art. I'm bad at art, but I used to love trying to do it. <laughs> um, my first run I started with, I was definitely too inappropriate for like a 5-year-old, 6-year-old, whatever. I'm like, ah, that's a boob. What am I, what am I, what am I, I'm like, what am I looking at here? It's like, as a kid, there's definitely got some darker material in a lot of X Men comics. Like, this is not well, for me. Comics
3: in general are so strange because they are entirely, not even like sexually charged, right? Like about yeah. sex. Yeah. Like, sex is, plays a very important role in a yeah. lot of comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I read to... a
2: sex scene as like a sexual thinking, what are they doing in the blankets? What, what is happening right now? <laughs> like, like, why is she in a robe? What is going on? Like, okay, let's. oh look, action, let's draw that. And that's, I didn't process it as a child. But there was so much, and a lot of uh, some of the adult Marvel stuff had happened. But going from that, I, and I realized that Wolverine, he looks kinda cool. Hey, he was, he was in that X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. Let's watch more of those X-Men movies again. So with X-Men 1, I think Wolverine definitely got the best depiction of a character in those movies. Scott did not. We're you like Scott, about. right? I like. He's a child soldier.
3: I think Scott is a much more. He's better than the like, comics and his he movies. He's a much more developed character uh, than a lot of people give him credit for, and he's he a very like powerful character arc of like like the Luisa from Encanto model mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of like having to be the golden child, having to be the heir of Xavier, and the leader. Slytherin. I don't know why. The, the leader of the X Men, and like the embodiment of the X Men for the world. Like that's that's cool to see that he is a dick, and a bad person. Yes! <laughs> but...
2: He's, you know, he constantly... The whole storyline of once Gene's dead, and then he goes to Emma Frost, and that whole thing, is like, that's a little messed up. Well,
3: oh, no, no, Jean once Gene dies... Yeah. He gets a clone. But, yeah. He dates the clone. Gene comes back to life. He abandons the clone and their child. God damn it. <laughs> what the hell?
2: <laughs> I try to avoid explaining comic books outside of uh, Brought our stories to Josh because it's on this show, because it gets very dumb. A lot of it gets very dumb. But yeah, a lot of things he did with both cheating on Emma and Gene more it's than okay. one time.
3: His brother falls in love with the clone later. Also, his
2: you know his US son is, his dad no his son is Cable. Yes, you yeah. t- you've
3: explained this. That's the, the son s- he abandons. <laughs> 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 the way you. <laughs> his father is a guy. a sky pirate. Yeah, his guy named Corsair. Who runs the team called the Star Jammers, which is like the vibe they made for Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. And also on that team in space of pirates <laughs> is the man um, Raza, who is the guy in Iron Man 1 who takes Tony prisoner for no reason. <laughs> god.
0: Oh my
2: god. So, X Men 1. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: what do you think was the best
0: non Wolverine depiction in that film? Are we talking just like as a character Character. in the movie
3: or like, okay. I think probably Xavier or Magneto. Yeah. they do be, love Ian be. They're going to be the tops for the beginning ones. I
2: will say those robes are very funny in that serious version of the world they're the doing. The fact
3: that like they committed to Magneto just being Mac- like They don't even explain the helmet in no. the original one. They're just yeah. like, yeah, he has a helmet. Fuck, like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you got it's just like he's, Here's he's a kinda, scene where he flips a thousand guns around. I do you still like have, this, have a problem? I would have
2: <laughs> like liked the scarab beetle on it. <laughs> the rain of a scarab he has for almost oh, yeah. no reason. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah yeah I think Xavier and Magno are probably the best but I think Mystique got, could have a run for it as well Mystique was good and I know I don't love her in the movie but I think Rogue's character in X-Men 1 it's was not that bad
3: as the, the child in yeah. distress not yeah.
0: as Rogue
3: yeah like it's she not does have lo- a fine arc for sure yeah
2: yes she, then after that She doesn't her know The
3: Wolverine's dynamic Is also I did very like that. nice yeah. It's weird Because they're the same age But like in this She's a child Yeah But like Well same age Wolverine's 300 yes. But whatever well, <laughs> Appearance wise <laughs> But like Here's the thing <laughs> That you probably don't know Guess who In the X-Men 1 movie In the comics Rogue had a Very serious relationship with serious enough that when she got married to Remy, she felt the need to go have a conversation with this man about it. I'm not saying this one.
0: <laughs> oh, so it's, so it's an out there one then. Um, X-Men, X-Men 1. I'll go really weird. Sabretooth.
3: No, Magneto.
0: <laughs> oh, dear God.
2: What? <laughs> well, she also in Brotherhood in the comics. First, yeah. before she's an X Men. I
3: think I have heard about that. Well, she's also the daughter of Mystique. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh huh. And, um, what's her face? Uh, the, the Destiny. Yeah, thank you. I, I can picture her entire face and body. Yeah. X Men 1, overall, yay or nay? Which is like, do you give?
3: I'm sorry, I keep going off track. <laughs> Big rip to Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler is the abandoned son of Mystique. Right? Who then went and adopted Rogue. <laughs> 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 it was just, like, really fucked because, like, Mystique's also blue. <laughs> right? But, like, you'd think she wouldn't be so upset. But I she guess. threw him off a bridge.
2: She literally, in one of the comics, threw him off of a bridge. Like, oh,
3: i didn't know. I yeah. sure that she got rid of him because they were like being hunted, I thought.
2: Yes. They are being <laughs> hunted. Only, hold on, let me explain this. My child, I love you. You're being hunted. Yet, actually what happened. So in the comic panel, like, and they actually do a bit of this in X-Men Evolution at one point. And they they do
3: explain the yeah. X-Men Evolution is the only one that goes into like how fucked of a situation that, that is. The family dynamic is.
2: But the, the scene where she, in the X-Men Evolution, she stumbles and drops him off the bridge into the water in the comic that it's based on, she's like, be free, and like, yeets the boy <laughs> into the river. It's be free my child. That's basically how it happens. It's running, but also, she was repulsed by the look of him being blue like
3: her. That's fucked. Which is really dumb. I thought you
0: were just gonna say she was repulsed by the look, because he's blue. I'm like, you're blue. That's, that's what it but was. she
3: cannot be blue. Yes. <laughs> she has that option.
0: Just like Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> oh God, that, we'll get another. we'll get in that, Yeah, we're all the same
2: reaction on that. Uh, X Men One overall, I think, wasn't a terrible starting place.
3: No, I think the first two are fun. I just rewatched them all to do my series. I'm like comparing them. Yeah. So I rewatched them all in December, and I rewatched the first two with two friends of mine who had never seen them, and they enjoyed it a lot. Still, well, I was rewatching. I was like, this is a little hokier than I remember this. Yeah, I watched them but all with girlfriend. They enjoyed it a lot. Still. So I'm like, it's still a fun time. Let's campy. Which is funny because it's trying to be like the early 2000s edgy. Yeah. But it's still, it's very campy. By, by it's, being so, it becomes campy.
0: <laughs> What's funny is I watched
2: those with a girlfriend when watching Wandimension once they introduced, later on Ralph Boner. once they introduced him, like, oh, we have to watch X-Men now. Um, and then, so she gets references. I'm like,
3: oh. Oh, that was a waste. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, we still got time. I'm not so sure about oh, that. Well I, I think Bonner
2: he's like, going like, to still be a, a variant, which is a dumb thing now.
3: I, um, mean, I, I like the concept of variants. I it's just, too, they it's, make it could, so complicated. Could, right,
2: that's the issue. Yeah.
3: If they wouldn't make every character a variant, that would be helpful.
2: Yeah. Uh, and then the convoluted title of the next second one, X2, X-Men
0: United. Official title. Um, I like think okay. that's X-Men United, yet they're all separated yeah, from one another. Yeah, it's funny. And if, my favorite thing in this trilogy is they have to nerf uh, Professor X by just either knocking him out from the movie or killing him. Every movie, say, he's a, he gets
3: Professor X'd where he can't do anything. I will say this, X2 is based, very loosely granted, on one of my favorite comics of all time, which is called "God Loves," <laughs> yeah. and um, they took the "God loves" part mm-hmm. out of it. All the Christian, like the all, evil all the... of religion aspect, went away, and they replaced it with evil of military, which is fine, but also valid. <laughs> it's I. It definitely dives into more concepts that are like more core to the X Men of not just mutant uh, bias and stuff like that, but even stuff like Charles Xavier not being on the up-and-up. Like, there's the whole thing about him um, messing with Wolverine and Jean Grey's mind for their own Mm -hmm. good and Wolverine being mad at him and everything. Like, that's, like, pretty good. And then the whole thing of him also being not infallible. He fails against Mastermind. The fact that Mastermind is the villain in this movie, strange.
2: Weird character to choose.
3: Also, so, like, Mastermind in the... Have you seen Next 2? Yeah, yeah. Mastermind in the comics looks like a carny. He's yeah. got giant he's brown mut- He's got giant uh, mutton chops. He carries a cool cane. He wears a brown suit. Huh. Uh, I don't know bald. why. He's also not the son of William Stryker. Right,
0: that's a- <laughs> because it would have been too ridiculous to this see. This is how he looks that. normally, like this kind of look. I
3: feel. And more like this is what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's Mastermind. Okay, that looks that stacked. Looks he's also in the Night show. Yeah, that's okay. Mastermind. Okay. Um. To the point of I was watching this and I was watching the X2 V watching and I was like, I don't remember Stryker having a son. Actually, specifically Stryker his own son. Right. Mm-hmm. So, alright, this is an audio medium. Stryker murders his own son. <laughs> this is um, an audio <laughs> but so I was like, who's this Jason that they do? And then Kurt was like, his name's Jason. Right. And I was like, wait, is this supposed to be fucking Mastermind? And it was. And it was, it is. <laughs> but eh.
2: Also, interesting twist from Colonels from, Re- from Revan to Colonel with Stryker. Yeah, all like, oh, right, because they remove the religion aspect, like you said, and then he stays Colonel throughout all the rest of the films, and
3: and he other. is technically a Colonel now in the comics. Yes, too. they got they that back in. Recon- they yet. do a lot of movies. To yeah, the comics. To, uh, to say he was a Colonel first, he still has nothing to do with Weapon X in the comics, no. which I'm grateful for. He's also a cyborg now in the comics.
2: Didn't know that part. Strange.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I really it makes me sad because he's such a a beautiful villain of just this televangelist guy who is just spewing hate and construing, mutants, villain. Who is construing villain, uh, mutants as villains. Right. And like, is he also kidnapping Charles Xavier to try and make him wipe out all the mutant race? Sure. But at his core, he's just a dude. <laughs> and I don't like that he's like now a cyborg, and also the military, and also made Wolverine. And like, stop. Yeah. It. He's just a guy. He's a reverend.
2: <laughs> Let villains be people in comics, too. Exactly. Overall, though, you, on X2, do you both? you? Are iffy on this one, right?
0: I'm, I'm iffy on the first two. not, And I think it's more because, like, um, they have interesting ideas, but it more comes down to the characters themselves and most of them not being that interesting. Like, Nightcrawler, when he's introduced, not only is the opening scene badass, but he has an interesting character. Now, and mean, does an amazing job
3: with <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, is a great character. But
0: then... Like, about halfway through, they don't really know how to use him except as a plot device, and it's just like, you're here, you can teleport, Weirdly, teleport me.
3: They boosted the Nightcrawler. Like, the weirdest part of God Loves Man Kills is that Nightcrawler isn't going through it his shit, because, like, he is a priest, like, mm-hmm. you think he would be. And he shows up in it. He's just not that important of a, a dude for it. They boosted it in the movie. They are like, oh, now we'll actually address the religious aspect mm-hmm. of Nightcrawler. And or then religion. they took all the religion yeah. out. <laughs> like, it was just such a strange series of choices.
2: Also, why the tattoos... Like, he had a we- he- Why the markings? Like, I it was for know. every
0: sin, but it was just like... Because
3: Da Vinci Code had just come out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it gave him a distinct style. Of son- and I think did. it was
0: to differentiate him from Mystique, which is yeah. weird because... Which mean, they should have been similar, not yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well,
3: no, because they're, like, the same age now. With the prequel movies. Right. Like, but-
0: <laughs> oh, God. But... overall I think X2 has a lot of good and I love like I love how it ends and I love the like messing with Professor X the whole time and that that kind of stuff but I will say the fight between um, Wolverine and Lady Claws Deathstrike at the end of the day it's kind of pointless because they both can't really die but he does kill her I mean he does kill her but only by like
3: he that's just like you got to take it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Because the only reason for someone to be a threat to Wolverine is if they also can't die.
0: Yeah. Because then it's just the fight is I never do, ending.
3: I do also really appreciate that they let Wolverine be a murderer in yeah. x Yeah. Like, Wolverine he is... He kills many people. the murderer. There's one He's of my the murderer. Favorite, one of my favorite things um, in a comic book called Mutant Massacre, fun time, is... <laughs> A line specifically about, basically, something happens to Kitty Pride, which makes Colossus very upset. So Colossus murders the man who ended up not killing Kitty, but <laughs> who he thought had killed Kitty. Then there's, like, this whole thing about, like, how weird that was. And that, the, like, the designated murderers of the X-Men, the people who usually do it, are Rogue and Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And everyone else does the nice hero stuff of, like... They
2: mention Deadpool as well how Colossus is, like, all about <laughs> saving people.
3: <And> they're, <laughs> like... They do it, and they're like, the X Men are the heroes. They're nice. They're good. They want to save people. Hippocratic oath, whatever. Wolverine is Wolverine. He's a murderer. And Rogue at this time was still an ex-villain, so she's a murderer, and so they they kill people. <laughs> Storm has an amazing line of like in that same comic where she's like, I love the, Storm. the whole thing is people are uh, the race of mutants. This, this could be a lot. Race of mutants called Morlocks who live underground are being systematically murdered. Mm. And it's almost set up like a horror. So they
2: look, they can't blend in. That's part of the, the thing about Morlocks yeah, oh, okay, is they don't okay. look like
3: humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, actually, the, one of the Morlocks is Leech, who yeah. is the entire X3. plot point of X3. Mm. But mm. Yes. Leech, who looks like a green lizard we'll and yeah. <laughs> not a normal kid. <laughs> Something I think X3 actually improves on, because if this is a mutant of is to negate mutant powers, why would he look weird? Yeah, that's what it looks <laughs>
2: like here, yeah. He's, oh, a, he's a weird dude. Oh but boy, at
3: this point. <laughs> the mutants are getting murdered. Is the thing everyone's in the sewers. It's carrying out kind of like a horror film. Uh, there's a brief crossover with the five-year-old Power Pack uh, that was the children's line of Marvel at the time, where they also almost get murdered. That doesn't matter. The Power Pack. <laughs> Why do I remember that? <laughs> but um, do know. Storm has allied at, when after the first like incarn- in in when they meet <laughs> first meeting with the like uh, the murderers uh-huh. and she tells Wolverine. She's like Wolverine we don't know what we're up against. We don't know who these fucking people are. We need someone that we can interrogate. And Wolverine's like, I. Right. And he turns around to go, and everyone else is like taking shelter in the X mansion, also leaving the tunnels. And Storm stops him and is like, we only need one. <laughs> and it's very clear. And Wolverine's yeah. like, all right, I'm going to murder Neither everyone rest. I see down here, except for one guy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think X2 has a lot of good moments in it, a lot of good parts. I don't like the shelving of... of like, Bobby and Rogue on the plane the whole time.
0: Well, they're kids. No, I know, which is a, a weird plot point as well. <laughs> and I think that's the problem with a lot of these X-Men films is that so many of these characters are so super-powered, and most of the villains they're going against are just normal humans, and because of how powerful they are, it can be solved very fast.
3: Well, so This is a problem with, I think, the whole series, is they feel the need to jump straight to the, like, where we are in comics now, where everyone is OP as fuck and, mm-hmm. like, can do things like terraform Mars. And... Um, which is something Iceman's done recently. Um, of
4: course. Not i joke.
3: <laughs> he wasn't alone, but he helps. <laughs> he <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't do it by himself. <laughs> like, they, everyone feels the need to jump to that. And instead of, like, still letting them be foul. But, like, they did face William Stryker, and it mm-hmm. was an actual issue for them in the comics. It's just, we're going too far. And for one thing, it's the fans. The fans are going to watch it, and the fans are going to be like, Iceman's Man's omega Omega level mutant who could terraform Mars. Why is he right. not just killing this dude right now? But they, like, it's. You can't have movies like that. You yeah. have to let him grow. Sure,
2: but he just doesn't do much in that. I feel like when he goes fully icy in the I, third one. Well,
3: that's... I think, honestly, that's a fine arc for Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Like, Bobby starts off... He's a normal kid. He At learns school. to be a hero in X2. He wants to go on the team mission. Mm-hmm. And X3, he does the thing, and he becomes I the I think I'm more to play with
2: Rogue, specifically, because she's so cool, and, <laughs> like, she also has been trained Ro- with fighting.
3: Rogue being... At one point, the most popular Marvel character ever. <laughs> and then that happens. And then that doing doing that is strange. It's bonkers. <laughs> it's very <laughs> weird.
2: Also, you know, making Carol be damaged, being in a coma for a long time and taking her powers and all that mm. stuff. It could, that could have been like a rights issue between Marvel and Fox. Sure. You it could, definitely. That's, was. that's, that's not a problem. I'm saying you can still give her later on. Okay, next, next three. She could have, instead of getting the cure, which she was a really weird choice to do, have her get, you know, strength or something
3: just, else. I think like that's just when you write it in the movie, like, who's going to want a cure? Like fucking Rogue World. Yeah. <laughs> sure, but I don't think she got it. That's she doesn't cool. get it as the thing. No, wait. She does. In the, in no, she does. She There's it. a
0: deleted scene where she didn't end up doing it, oh, but they I'm went sorry. with the one where she did get yeah. it. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. That's a that's an odd uh,
2: plot point to have. But it's a temporary cure anyway, as lead Power is temporary. temporary. Oh, these moves are wild, man. Uh, also,
3: Beast is damn good in 3.
2: I love Kelsey Grammer's Beast. Kelsey Grammer was
3: made to play Beast. Yeah. Nicholas we'll Holt was good to... for one movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Is this our segue into The last stand? Yeah. Well Yeah. Last well, stand. I think we've agreed on X two pretty well.
2: Yeah. yeah. Last stand. Bad. Oh, hold on.
0: <laughs> yes, but it's fun.
3: It's. I will say this. X one and X two. Just bad. X one X two didn't live up as much to be in my head, and so X three is a lot like more on their level now comparatively than mm-hmm. it, they used to be in my head. But I do think X three biggest flaw is it is more boring. Like that is my right. biggest issue with it.
2: I think I do has does have better set pieces and bigger stunts and more fun
3: things to watch. I don't care about the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> like I don't. It, clip, I, just, I don't
2: context clip, guys. <laughs> I don't care about the Golden Gate Bridge. That's my new TikTok. Just that line.
3: <laughs> um, like the Golden Gate Bridge thing is fine. It's something that's done so often. Terror on the Golden Gate. The Battle of Alcatraz is just lame to me. Like it's a lot of people coming in. The shoehorning of Dark Phoenix. Um, that's dumb. Is it's really ridiculous.
2: dumb. I like the cure angle. I like that idea. The cure
3: angle. Yeah. Sorry, if it was about the cure, That's I think it would be a stronger yeah. movie. I do like the brotherhood. I like the brotherhood in X two coming together, and I like mm. the brotherhood in X three as well. Um, I don't like their army. That's a
2: little. I don't like
3: that one of them is apparently Quentin Quire. I learned this on my live the other night. The guy, the fucking spiky boy, Why? is what? named Quentin Quire. Why? I have no idea. Quentin Quire is a <laughs> hipster. This is important. He is a hipster, douchebag, omega level, which is the most powerful mm-hmm. telepath who in the comics up until now, they're all like peaceful hippies now, up until now uh, was a mutant supremacist. That was mm-hmm. his thing.
2: I always assumed. There is
3: a boy know. in... I went to bat on my life. I was like, everyone's <laughs> wrong. He's not in that movie. Uh, I would remember. I just watched it. He's not in the film. Uh-huh. And everyone was like, he is. And I look it up on IMDb. There's a boy. His another character who does exist named Quill. Uh, basically yeah. a porcupine, mm-hmm. porcupine boy, who in the credits is listed as Quentin Quire for no reason. <laughs> I assumed...
2: He's was going to be Quill or Spike or a version of Marrow or something like that. Mm. And that's not what it was.
3: No. Okay. He's even called Kid Omega. They literally just were like, it's him. <laughs> can't you tell? He's <laughs> <laughs> got the same powers and everything. They do. This is something that I noticed. I, would notice. I can't remember all of them now, but I did notice when I rewatched all the X men in a row, I was like, they will throw names anywhere. Yeah. One of the prisoners in Deadpool 2 is Black Tom Cassidy. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it,
0: was, it was just the joke of Black Tom and he's white. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was, that was
3: it. Like, they just say, yeah, he's Black Tom.
0: <laughs> recall that
2: part?
3: And also, why in
2: the X-Men 3, the battle, why the first, like, 100 minutes just the power to just jump? They all just in power. They all just leap into battle. Be-
0: because it's it's basic.
3: I will say this, though. I, one of the good things about that, like, having a bunch of random mutants that can do sh- random shit, mm-hmm. having um, even, like, the random names, is it does help you get all of the X-Men Because there's a lot of mutants in Marvel, uh, and they're all fan favorites. And, like... They'll die here in the scene. And, like, Quentin Choir would have been a big hit. Spike would have been a big hit. Yeah. They tried to merge them. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, okay. uh, Moira McTaggart is an X-Men last I know. Game. That's weird yeah. to me. As a doctor. <laughs> you don't know what that was about. Yeah, they just really throw them. Anywhere they can. Like I said, they have references to Kitty Pride randomly. Despite yeah. the fact that sometimes Kitty Pride's <laughs> around.
2: <laughs> they reference her when she's in the movie. is <laughs> weird.
3: Pyro. Uh, it's fun. I, I like think him. it's
2: funny that uh, the one in that car is not in the third one. is because Alan Cumming hated the makeup process. So I'm not kind Which back. is fair. This is like also, recast this. This is
3: also the real reason that Jennifer Lawrence isn't yeah. mistaken. If they could recast
2: Kitty three uh, f- three times, you can do it with her for one time.
3: I'm sure they also didn't really care about the, the that's true. makeup about, process. The makeup process? character, though. That's my problem. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs>
2: anyway. um, like you like love, you love the gamut more? but not... None of those. None of those.
3: <laughs> I wasn't satisfied with the one I got. <laughs> At least your guy had the power still. <laughs> Gambit had a, a, a staff that he'd hit things and it, they blew up. <laughs> he wasn't even a fucking mute. He had a powerful staff. And he could jump high. He did the cards blow a card. Yeah, that's, he has weird telekinesis with cards, too. <laughs> no. Another thing he doesn't have. Look, right. That
0: movie has Will, I Am, and it, like, we shouldn't have expected much from it. No.
3: Also, also no, The best. the best thing about that movie... My best meeting, course, is <laughs> that gambit at the end, like, to save Wolverine, like, everything's falling he apart. He flies! The, the thing is, he flies! What is that? It's, it was a big leap. It's a big old <laughs> jumpy! I don't understand.
2: Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, I'll admit it. So, Last end, it's messy. It's very messy.
3: It is. I, st- I still think it's the weakest of the three. I think X2 is the strongest, and X-Men is still a tight narrative. In itself, and X three is just loot.
2: Yes, I, hold on. I agree, but I don't think I'd rather watch X three than X Men one for me. Not because it's better, because I think I have more fun just laughing and enjoying what's happening on screen.
3: That's valid, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> I will,
0: Whatever. I will say I do hate at the end of seeing like Magneto like he can move the the magnetic chess piece. So I'm like, well, then the whole movie was just pointless. Then nothing. Well, mattered. they still won. Want- they still won, but, like, so
3: at this, the is, this is the problem with how they were trying to do three different plots. Because they were trying to do Magneto and the Brotherhood mm. doing supremacy. They were trying to do The Cure. Mm. And they were trying to do Dark Phoenix. Pick stupis- one. The stupidest thing to me is they, they win the battle. And then it's like, oh, now we fucking forgot about Dark Phoenix. So Wolverine, you got to go kill her. Yeah, like, just like,
0: yeah, she did nothing the whole time. It's just like, oh, yeah, I guess we got to use her. Start, dis- start fanasing everyone. Also, she's every not, not
3: the Phoenix. Like, yeah. Phoenix is like a name for a repressed identity she's always had. Look, It he, has nothing to do with space Simon, fire Jesus. <laughs> Simon Kinberg
0: does not know how to do Dark Phoenix. And yet yeah, he did it twice. <laughs> like, in, um, the second
3: one is at least actually Dark Phoenix. Yeah. I do think Dark Phoenix is the worst X-Men film. Oh, I agree. However,
0: with that. We'll, get, we'll
2: get that.
3: Through. It is still closer to the story of Dark Phoenix. Phoenix, The Last Stand was.
2: Like in the 90s show, it was also like a mind space parasite from the, mm-hmm. uh, which is how it should be. Yeah. Uh, unlike- it's fire space Jesus. Yeah. Instead of, I have repressed some anger issues.
3: Which is <laughs> 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 what it basically is. Yeah. She also just like, she, she does the Matthew Molloy. Like she literally dies. And because it's not space Jesus, she wills herself back. Like she's like, oh, I went to the Phoenix mode and I'm back now. Right. <laughs> You died. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, she's fine. She, she stopped the water. It's fine. It's totally fine. The lake's she's been there for a long time. Also, there are three deaths. Scott died, Xavier died, and G. Yeah, Cyclops
3: dies in the least like. It was right way. out.
2: It was because you had James know. Contract it
3: contract. Superman
2: it's, turns he went to go do that
0: instead.
3: Which is an it, interesting choice. Neither was a great delivery room for him. Morrison dude, he, could admit, he looks like Cyclops. And he's yeah, he actually does. a genuinely good actor. He is. He could Sonic. have done so well. I think he actually looks more like Cyclops now, though, which is funny, like he's gotten yeah. older. Like he could do it again, I would be fine. But like, Cyclops is a man who most of his comic stuff, especially now, is all about, I'm sorry, I'm probably getting this feedback with my arm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> most of his comic stuff is about how he is the X-Men. Like when, yeah, Ka- yeah. when he, like Captain America was like, the real leader of the, of the mutants is Cyclops. Like, Beast has said that everyone, like, for as much grandiose things as Xavier has said, since the beginning, everyone, when the chips were down, was going to follow Cyclops. When the X-Men were officially disbanded, um, Cyclops wanted to go do something. And he went to the Quiet Council of Krakoa, which is their like, island they have now. And he was like, guys, I'm going to go do this. And they were like, you can't, because the X-Men... It's basically the same shit as Civil War. They're like, the government mm-hmm. says you can't go. And he was like, yeah, but I'm going to go. Um, and then they had they dude. had to reinstate the X-Men because so many people on the Quiet Council tried to recuse their seat and join Scott. And so Xavier literally had to reestablish the X-Men. It well, it's
2: pretty funny, because yesterday, because he had watched the show, he said, what? Scott's actually being a leader and being a personality and in, like, in charge? Unlike the movies, true.
3: They just they, they throw him under the bus in those movies so <laughs> the, hard. The, the, in the second movie, <laughs>
2: he gets knocked out immediately.
3: Well, he's like, in the prequels are setting him up to be the guy, which is fine. But like. But he's never actually the guy. He's never actually the guy, because the prequels are bad. But. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, last stand. Oh, X, X2 Yay. I'll give, X,
3: I'll give X2, X2 a yay. yay. Last stand, nay. Nay, yeah, for me too. i to give a Yay to be a boy. I don't want to watch it in that I'd watch X2 Yay. I, I, I uh, probably they wouldn't be one of my top picks even of X-Men films anymore, but I would watch either X-2 or X-1 above mm. X-3. Uh,
2: next up on the list of Chronological Order is in terms of when they actually released. I feel like we,
3: uh, we, we nailed this one. <laughs> We've already got into some details.
2: Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine happened.
3: It did.
0: It, yep, it happened. It had
2: they your favorite character of all time. <laughs>
3: they what? made him fly. They gave him a boomstick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like when, the, the blob, it, him being fat, is not part of his mutation. He's just fat. Yeah, that was a really weird choice. I I
3: feel like he is. That is supposed to still be. Like, he is just drawn as a fat guy. Like, it's. Yeah, but. How much work can you do? His
2: Uh. power is strength, which came from, like, a blubber like, rubbery substance underneath him.
3: Yeah. Which is, like. But he's depicted as fat. Yes. The blob's not a very PC character in general. I feel like the only way to represent him in a way that makes sense is just with a guy who's overweight.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. What else? It It has a hobbit in it. Lord of the Rings.
3: It does. It does. It has the, yeah. With the
2: light bulb power. Light bulb <laughs> light
3: bulb. Yeah. <laughs> Who is somebody, too? I remember looking up his name. I was like, ah, oh, of course you're somebody. a random important. person. <laughs>
0: this movie, Nay. Nay.
3: Nay.
2: Don't, I don't Song really know
3: it. it is, I think it's definitely, well, it's not the worst one, but it's my second least favorite one.
0: It is a fun, bad movie to watch because it's nonsense. It's just, I don't I don't get the it see, doesn't
3: make sense at all no no
0: none of it the one good thing from that I will say is the opening montage going through all the wars that's what it should have been as a movie that's like, what the movie should have been
3: also like X two sets up like he's not the striker I like most but the striker villain in X two is mm-hmm. good like he's a fine yeah. villain and the guy who plays him is great as it yeah. Mm-hmm. Why they saw that and they were like, every villain from now on, whenever we do Wolverine, will be William Striker <laughs> is just hilarious. To the point that he has like flashbacks. Uh-huh. Like he goes into Days of Future Past and he's like I- unable to work because he's having tr- tr- PS- PTSD flashbacks about William Striker. I would
0: go into this on Days of Future Past because that shit makes no goddamn sense, especially at the end. <laughs> Anyways, an apocalypse. Yeah, too. that
3: one is the, the yeah, best or second best. So have
0: you seen the Wolverine?
3: I have seen the movie. I like the I'm the
0: one who has not seen the movie. Actually, I I think up until like the final battle is a great movie.
3: I I would agree. Uh, the final battle is unfortunate in just that it does descend more into normal. Comic is movie Silver movies. Samurai
2: any good in it? Huh? Is Silver Samurai any good in it? No. I would say yes. Okay. From he's, my from my, he's limited. less
3: goofy than he is in the comics.
0: But with the entire how film? much
3: less? In that these serious. Okay. <laughs>
0: Here's the thing: the whole movie up until that final battle is like takes itself very seriously and does it in a much more dramatic way. It feels more like a samurai movie, which is what it
3: should have been. Which is uh, yeah, exactly. And then the
0: final battle happens, and it just kind of feels like that the studio said you gotta have this big final CGI battle because there hasn't been much action in this movie. Which,
3: which I I definitely it doesn't take me out of the movie like too bad. I do still really love the whole samurai aspect. Yeah, and I love that this is the Wolverine versus Logan like. Mm -hmm. I think that really says it well. And, ja- a, and a, point, Japanese, as well. a Japanese Wolverine story is something we needed. Yeah. Like, it's such a big part of him. Um, you, and can
0: t- you can tell this is the first, um, a- after First Class, the first X-Men movie that was just like, I actually care about
3: Exactly, yeah, They wanted... And also, like, this is post-MCU and stuff, so it was like, these movies can do stuff. and can like, be goofy. They can be very goofy. Yeah, like, they can be, um, like, good. <laughs> <But that's> like, because <laughs> like, their X-Men movies were, like, very much... We're gonna make comic book movies, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be silly. The Wolverine was done already like, we're gonna subvert the stuff. We're yeah. gonna try and make a movie that is cinematic and is yeah. very nice.
0: Like the the opening with uh, the Nagasaki bombing, like mm-hmm. it was so different, and so that jarring, and mm-hmm. it happens. Okay. It's great. It, it is a great opening
3: with him surviving a nuclear bomb. That's his plot point, and he's so good at it. Like, oh, he's fantastic. Jack, it's. No, it's not. I was going to say it's Jackman's best time, but that's still Logan. Yeah. But um, it's Jackman's second best. This is why the Wolverine trilogy had the chance to be one of the best trilogies if Origins was not dragging it down. Mm -hmm. Because Wolverine and Logan are both great, in my opinion. The the final battle is unfortunate in that they did choose to pick. They were just like, we need to have a badass Because the other thing is, if he was just in a suit, like in the comics, if he's just in a gray Mm -hmm. samurai suit, it would have it been really nice.
2: Yeah, it would have been fine. I can't I'm gonna give it a, a nay to annoy you both now because I've not <laughs> how, seen it. How dare how dare
3: you. <laughs> I'm gonna give Wolverine Strahd yay. I'll
2: give it a Yay too. All I'm right. like it. Next up is my favorite X Men film, that's first class.
3: That's your favorite one?
2: Yes. Mm. I go, I also love Matthew Vaughn. The,
3: it's it's definitely a good movie. Like I like the movie.
0: I, I go between this and Days of Future Past. I I don't know which one I'm I like more. I'm saying X-Men movie. Not Logan, not Wolverine. Okay. Like I'm saying
2: out of the X Men movies. I would
3: still I think put Days of Future Past above it. I understand that, I respect it. But it is. It is. If you don't count Logan or Wolverine, then it's definitely the second best one. The only the, just, the I'm strangest the strangest issue, but yeah, about First Class is that it is surprisingly the least comically accurate of all of them. Right.
2: <laughs> but it takes the essence of what the team is of like, this actual camaraderie and this bonding over this. I love the. But it
3: destroys the school aspect.
2: Yes. Like the, mm-hmm. like it
3: destroys that. It brings in this weird connection between Xavier and Mystique. Hate that. It brings <laughs> it, it's. It's also, like, they were always friends, Charles and Eric, implied to be. But it was always more of a, like, we are on the same, we're fighting the same war mm-hmm. with different mentality. The idea that they were just child, like, they had been friends since they were young men. And, like, were brothers at one point, And then tore apart. Interesting.
0: I, th- I think that adds mm-hmm. a really interesting dynamic to their characters that got explored in mm-hmm. Days of Future Past. And then Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix happened. <laughs> um, it was a great starting point, but they didn't really know where to take it. <laughs> I think a big part of it is I like the style of the movie a lot.
2: And yeah, it's, it a, it's a, lot. a wonderful
3: style.
0: Um, I also.
3: I, I like Marva, too. I think it was a nice. You. you couldn't do Charles Xavier's Origin without Marva. And, and I'm also, glad they thus didn't.
2: began the down, downfall of Mystique,
3: to me. Uh, I didn't, I didn't see her
0: story in this. I in,
2: thought that it was. In good.
3: this and in Is of Future Past, it's she's like the main character. And it's as fine. the main character, she gets. The emotional depth in the stuff that she needs, because mm-hmm. like the three main guys in the original series are Xavier Magneto and Wolverine, mm-hmm. and they get all of the development, they get everything, and then the three main people in this series is very much still Xavier Magneto mm-hmm. and Mystique. Um, Mystique, and Mystique, for her role as the Wolverine of the movie, is pretty pretty good.
2: Yeah, I also like what they did with Hank a lot, with his um the way I like they, Hank they did his I story did. really well. They did, <laughs> and strange, but yeah, they did a good job with I, it. I, the then, feet thing was weird. The hands. The <laughs> one
3: conversation he has with Mystique is very strange to me. I don't like that conversation, where he's just, like, suddenly all, like, ah, oh, we can be normal, fuck it all. Like, I don't
0: know. Yeah.
2: It was but he be- is also
3: the inventor of the cure, so...
0: <laughs> what, what i hate about that is that like at the end like especially with mystique like he learned like to accept himself for who he is then through the rest of the goddamn series right. he's barely barely ever in the makeup and well, it's, that's there's my biggest no problem reason
3: with both of them is especially mystique flip-flops randomly like right how she yeah. feels about mutant pride she's like ah oh, mutant and proud i'm gonna be blue because the the one in the main series um never eludes me now yeah, very committed yeah
2: uh, Rom- Romain. um, Rebecca Romaine. Romain.
3: Rebecca Romaine. Very committed. She has a clear understanding that she, like, the whole, like, that's my slave name thing. Like, she literally love that is name. like, I am Mystique. I am blue. I am yeah.
4: not All Ryan of you can
3: fuck up. And she only home. uses the shape-shifting to do things. Yeah. Like, she does not use it recre- like in leisure or casually. And then when you get Jennifer Lawrence, like, sure, you have to see her learn that. But she's flipping back and forth randomly the whole yes. time.
2: That bothers me.
3: I also I like Sebastian Shaw as a Nazi. Weird uh, choice. Like, well, just give him Instead a Instead of the name. Fi- Yeah. Like, give him... Like, also, the whole, the whole Hellfire Club got fucked. Emma Frost making ice cubes is a damn injustice. Emma Frost is one of the most badass people. Yeah. And she takes literally no shit. And the fact that he said, I need ice, handed her a cup, and she went and made him ice cubes. Horrifying.
2: I think it's also a weird choice to make uh, Alex Summers uh, older The older... Well,
3: they couldn't yeah. use Cyclops.
0: Right, but it's... Interesting choice. I like it that's the one thing they were just like, that wouldn't make sense with the timeline. I'm like, that doesn't make sense with the timeline? <laughs> yeah, either? we're not
3: going to change any of these characters while we set each new movie ten years apart. But... <laughs> <laughs> right. But that part... That would be insane, though, if we had suddenly introduced Scott. He was supposed to be, like, 50.
2: <laughs> and then later on, he's, like, 30. <laughs> oh, he has a Benjamin Button disease.
3: Fucking, uh, what's his name? Evan Peters can play a 50-year-old Quicksilver in the last one. That's fine. <laughs> but if James Marsden <laughs> retroactively is playing a 50-year-old Cyclops, that's insane. Uh,
2: I, I liked Banshee a lot, though, for his limited yeah, screen time. Yeah, I liked mm-hmm. Banshee. Um, I liked most of the...
3: That is the biggest flaw with Days of Future Past, is they couldn't get these fucking people back. Yeah. And yeah. they were just like, oh yeah, after, after First Class, they walked off to form the First Class of the X-Men. Then they all died. Right. That <laughs> yeah, was really messed up, <laughs> They all fucking ate it. Well, the
2: real plan was Matthew Wall was going to do a trilogy there of uh, First Class, something else, and then Days of Future Past. And then they fast-tracked you the future past, and he's like, I'm not going to do this right now. I have other things to do. And he did something with Kingsman, I think.
3: Hiring for your small
0: business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites.
1: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
2: Mm-hmm. Two the time? Or first one? One. First one. one. And, um, which was a good career it was a, move. It was a great move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. X first class, overall, yay or nay to you two? Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah.
3: It is. It's just, it's so it's weird. It's weird. It's so weird that of all of them, that's actually the least comically accurate one. But one of the most fun ones to watch. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I assume what it was, and I don't object to this, is like, they were writing it from the perspective of writing a prequel to the X trilogy. Right. I don't think they ever even thought about, let's read a comic and find out how these characters started. Sure. Like, they were like, let's talk about the things that were set up, which is a great approach. Like, I don't hate it. It's just weird that the result is you would be hard-pressed to find anything comically accurate in that film at all.
2: Yeah, I think <laughs> Charles like flirting with girls in the bar. We're like, I'm a, I, I can read your mind, girl. They
3: put that in um, Hawksbox, though. Really? Yeah, they put Moira McTaggart watching, like, because she's living all the uh-huh. lives. So she's watching uh, Charles Xavier do that exact thing at the bar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jinx. I think what it was because Matthew Vaughn with uh, Kick-Ass and with Kingsman, both of those uh, he made in collaboration with the create with Mark Miller, uh, who made those comics. They were doing both of them at the same time, so it was sure. kind of like this weird collaboration thing. But this, this one's been around for decades at this point. He can't, he can't really do that. So it's just like, just to I'm just gonna do my in. own thing. Yeah, yay. Yeah. Uh, Days of Future Past also a yay probably for all of us. Oh, absolutely.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think we've talked about that too. It's a good movie.
0: I, I think for me, why I pick it over First Class is the emotions of it is really good and stellar performances from, especially McAvoy. But I love the finality of it to the original series, um, with how it ends. Absolutely. I, I think that's why I hold. It's it. It's also
3: like it's so it keeps going. It's <laughs> so nice that the post-apocalyptic. Setting, gives it the chance to be what the X-Men always are. Like, the continuity doesn't matter at this point, because yeah. something's happened in the past, it doesn't matter. The characters that we've never seen before are suddenly here. It's not here. accurate. Are, and they're fine. Well, they're, eh. Bishop's death's weird. But, like, Bishop...
2: Bishop's I mean, I've read the Days of Future Past
3: comic. Oh, no, sorry. No, it's nothing accurate to the actual yeah. comic that it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so I mean, sorry.
2: <laughs> like, it's not, not accurate.
3: I was more going for portrayal. You're right. The story <laughs> of Days of Future Past is different. very different. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they gave Kitty entire role
0: to Wolverine. Yeah. Weird choice. Made I mean, her time travel powers now. I mean, again, it makes sense because Wolverine's been the lead of this entire series. Yeah. Like, it would
3: have been weird for so for Kitty to be yeah. the but guy. Yeah. But it's
0: weird to give her time travel powers through the brainscape, whatever. Look, look, man.
3: They, <laughs> he's phasing okay. through time. I
0: understand the idea
2: of <laughs> he's it.
3: He's phasing a, through he's been, time. He's been
0: alive for 300 years. He's got a male clause. Who cares if she has time travel powers? It's true. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, what's really funny is that they did do, they did the same thing they did to Darwin in First Class yeah, with Bishop mm-hmm. in uh, Days of Future Past, which is hilarious. They specifically try to kill characters in the way that they can't die, right? Which is just so funny. But we get to see Storm go be a badass for mm-hmm. a while. We get to see like the Sentinels in full-fledged I forms. want more
2: Mohawk Storm. I want more Mohawk Storm. So we deserve
3: be. Mohawk Storm. The whole era. Yeah. Whole,
2: uh, yeah, I think it's good. I. I love Bishop, and I loved him in the comics. I loved him in the cartoons. and like, oh, we're going to see Bishop in this movie. That sort was Bishop. Okay.
3: Well, the thing is, he it's, died okay. it's also okay that they the have smaller roles, because we know that they're there yeah. to die. Like, Iceman's there for, like, a fight, and then gets murked himself.
0: Have you seen the road cut? I have not. seen the road cut. I've, I think I've watched it once, and I never no, finished some. it. There's... Because it changes. Because when Kitty gets injured, um, they're like, "We gotta." Um, she can't really do this anymore. She's going to die. So we need to find Rogue because um, they know that she's kept in like the mutant concentration camps. So it's oh. uh, it's Magneto and Iceman. They go to rescue her. I think that's when Magneto dies in that cut of the film. I could be that's
3: wrong. That's because Magneto's thing with the door is really cool.
0: Yeah, I I really again, like I could, his
3: like dying to like uh, wall in the door. Yeah.
0: I could be wrong about that, but like that was like the ad aspect of it. But the, aside from that, I don't think much else changed.
3: That's very interesting because I, I thought the rogue cut was just to explain in the past how they got rogues' DNA no. to, to make the Sentinels be able to take powers. No, so, I did not know that it was the future part.
0: Yeah, she's she, in this cut, she is integral to the story, at least in the future um, story. I think
3: that would have actually made me less yeah, happy. Be, it it I like minimal. that they are just stuck on this house mm-hmm. and this temple thing and they're, the siege is coming.
0: I think it's... It's at...
2: Um, also, they're, hol- War they're holding is her- there.
0: Yeah, which is weird. But I had Boo Boo
2: Stewart, who's in uh, DCOM. We're going to watch soon. Oh. The Descendants. That's fun.
0: But I, th- I think in the road cut, they're holding her at the X-Mansion, um, where Cerebro used to be. This is off the top of my head from my I remember. <laughs> I could be wrong. We could look... I have a computer... Never mind. No, Wait, that's to- fine. Too <laughs>
3: much time. <laughs> no, Days of Future Past, I would also... I put it above, I think, because... This- it's another one of the ones like X2 X1. That's like a very tight story. Mm-hmm. It's very established. And it ends in future. a very satisfying way mm-hmm. of, like, then ends in a very confusing manner <laughs> in which they reveal that Stryker is Mystique and then never explain it. They're right, it's, That's really weird. But she wasn't, she wasn't him the whole time, though, which is the weirdest thing of it because you
0: have Stryker and her clearly in the same scene together, like, um, in Paris, and then at the end, it's just, like, what is she doing with him? Why does she need him? Also, Why? like,
3: the w- Wolverine still becomes Wolverine?
0: Right, it doesn't make sense.
3: Like, he's, you, it should be, he's safe now, because Mystique's got him instead it, of so Striker.
0: It changed now, and and, yeah. and an an apocalypse never addresses this. No.
3: That's the real fault of all the other, like, most of Days of Future Past's fault is that the other movies don't build on it. Yeah. Like, it would have been very interesting to see the time, well, Dark Phoenix, to be fair, does talk about how the past diverged, because Xavier's not even the head of the school at the end of Dark Phoenix. No, Days of Future Past is just, it's also, it's still fun, it's still mm-hmm. so, like, the the Quicksilver scene, is Re- fantastic. It's just, it balances everything so well, mm-hmm. and it does feel like the X-Men. Yeah, Like, it, it's not Days of Future Past the comic, but it feels like you could read this as right. a comic very easily.
2: And I love the Xavier and Xavier mental length scene. Yes.
3: Oh I don't God. want your
2: future! That's a good <sighs> moment, and it just... Mm. <sighs> it's good, oh, it, this movie. It's really good. It, yay, good movie. <laughs> Up to the next one, which Josh is, it's his least favorite
0: X-Men film, <sighs> and that's Apocalypse. I think it's fine.
2: I, I
3: also think it's bad. I think I Dark think Phoenix it, I, is worse. It's bad. But I think Apocalypse I, is bad. I can't understand
0: people saying Dark Phoenix is worse on a through. certain level, but to me, as a film, Apocalypse does not work. There's, no... I would say the same for Dark yes. Phoenix. <laughs> I, I agree, but I think it's because Apocalypse is doing so goddamn much, and but for... No reason whatsoever. Yeah, it's never
3: clear what he wants. There, there's <laughs> no
0: main character. Apocalypse's uh, intentions are not made clear. Also they they at try all. to
3: have the two like mains now be Apocalypse himself and Cyclops, which are just random picks for this point in the franchise.
0: But <laughs> so, even like Cyclops, like he's not as a main. It's just like he's there after a certain point, and then it's just he's he just exists. And Ty Sheridan doesn't really do a lot to the role at all.
2: He this.
3: really does. Plus he tries to make Cyclops the, like, the cool bad boy, which is the antithesis of what Cyclops right. is. <laughs> that's the
2: Wolverine to him. that's the idea. So <laughs> yes, Let's go to the mall, guys. Let's go see uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, the Thorn's always the worst. Like this movie and uh, the series here you're doing.
0: Yes. But like even like from an action standpoint, like for it just feels like it's not really trying that hard. The final set piece, the just final set be, piece is really, it's really it's just bad. nothing.
3: Also, like the whole buildup of Quicksilver, like going to tell Magneto he's his dad, and, and he and just no, does it, right? For that, no reason. like, there's no reason why he thinks this way because it also would work. Yeah, like it's not like he's like, oh, I I changed my mind. No, Magneto wants a family. Yeah, right. You can tell him. Like yeah, he, <laughs>
0: he still has a family. Like uh, It would have
3: helped a lot. It's so strange that he's like, nah, in this moment, I don't feel like it's not working. And
0: it's not clear if he ever tells him.
3: Oh, I do like the, the Xavier Apocalypse fight in the brain.
0: That's not that bad, but it's so short, and it doesn't lead to anything but him losing his hair. You know what's weird?
3: It's true that they use the excuse for having this. Right? That's why I said it, it's, They it's do it a so lot, same so with Rogue too in the first one.
2: Okay, so what's weird to me about this movie not about, the, not about the movie itself, but about the press, is that Jubilee did interview tours with the rest of the cast. The actress playing Jubilee. Jubilee
3: in X2 as well.
2: A different actress as well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> because the continuity doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm well aware
3: well, of. That. We got fucking Nightcrawler too.
0: <laughs> That's true. We're getting <laughs> And I don't like this version of the character at all, though. I, I think, bouncing this back to our Star Wars discussion about them making movies to explain plot holes, they just made an entire origin sequence for Wolverine just to be like, origin's Wolverine? That movie never happened. Here's the proper one. He's got the helmet and everything. It's just like, this. you could cut this out. Nothing changes. This weird boxer shorts.
3: <laughs> well, that, that was right out of the comic.
2: Oh, I know. It's, I'm well aware of that. It's just very funny looking on screen. With all this, like, this belt
3: on his, his arms, it's also like they only go there to do that. Like, it's dumb. They stop. They gotta stop shoehorning Striker <laughs> <in the movies. laughs> and the weird fucking it, Jean Grey moment with it him. It bothers me so much because I watched this thing on TikTok once, and I don't hate for anyone TikTok. I don't remember who made this, but it was almost like, all oh, the villains that would be in Wolverine Sinister Six, and it was like Strikers, like oh, Wolverine and Stryker are tied together. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not. Except in these weird movies where they picked a random guy, and they were just like <laughs> A reverend. <laughs> Yeah, a reverend, and they're like, boom. You two are integral to each other's story now.
2: Wait, but my, my dad now believes that, my, that Wolverine's arch enemy is Colonel Stryker.
3: In the movies, he is! <laughs> <laughs> we had to watch Wolverine have a freaking PTSD attack.
2: Many times
3: over. Which is like oh. honestly a really a- cool aspect of, of yeah. Wolverine. Aw- this should happen more often, yeah. but if anything's going to trigger, it, it should be Stryker. But...
2: Yes. I am surprised is good casting as Apocalypse. On paper, good casting to me.
3: If he did not look like that. Right, no, yes.
0: His look is terrible.
3: <laughs> also like I don't like that they made him look like a human. No, I don't either. Like Apocalypse should look the like the weird lizard the mouth weird, thing. Like the weird cyborg man that he uh-huh. is. And he should be giant with and a time traveling
0: machine and it's cool. But I think it's Brian Singer as a director of these movies, he doesn't want to go too far into the goofy aspects of it. So like that's why they go back to the black like leather suits in this. That's why Apocalypse looks more humanoid like
3: well, it's, the other thing is, too, is, like, what the thing that suffers, the greatest thing about Apocalypse, like, the most fun aspect about Apocalypse, not even talking about, like, the, the emotional depth of the story or whatever, like, in the comics. Oh, well, the, right, the movie, yeah. <laughs> but the fun part of Apocalypse as a character is the horseman. Yes. Like, whenever mm-hmm. Apocalypse comes back, the, the question is, who is his horseman going to be? And he doesn't, like, first of all, I understand that the only time Angel's been relevant is when he was Archangel. That does not mean you have to suddenly shoehorn in a second angel that makes no sense. And then kill him off again. Just so he can be archangel. That's not The reason they did it
2: is because he usually is a horseman for Apocalypse. That's what I'm
3: saying. No, uh, the only time Angel matters (laughs) is when he's a horseman. horseman. (laughs) (laughs) Even including his death in Mutant Massacre only exists because in the end of Mutant Massacre, he's taken by Apocalypse to become a horseman. Right. The only time Angel matters at all. The boy's power is flying. He's got wings. the boy, pal. So many X-Men can fly yeah. and do other things. He is an unessential character. He's only relevant for that, so they're like, we have to do it. Mm-hmm. Who cares if it doesn't make sense? Who cares if the timelines diverging it means he was born decades earlier in and he's England. a cage fighter? And he's a cage fighter. <laughs> he's not the son of a bil- uh, millionaire, which is the only other important thing about right. Angel's character. Um, he's pretentious. <laughs> but <laughs> Literally, uh, by introducing him and introducing Psylocke in this movie, also, like criminally underrated. Yeah. You would not know from watching this film <laughs> Accurate Cylock, outfit, that's it. You would not know from watching, not even, because it's the accurate outfit of the Quanon.
0: You're
2: true, yeah, The woman yeah, I yeah,
3: can't I, name, whose name I can't pronounce.
0: I feel so bad for Olivia Munn for that movie. She loved the comics. She loves the character, and she put in the effort to like do all the sword training and everything, to do it like super accurate, and this movie just fucks her over.
3: It's, but like by picking your horseman like that, I don't even remember who the fourth guy is, because it's those two and Marita. It's um, Storm. Oh, Storm, okay. But for some still, reason, that's why we though, don't remember. But No Bullock storm. Storm's a good pick because she's a goddess. Like that actually makes sense for Apocalypse. Yeah. If he's getting the strongest, <laughs> right. but he does—he doesn't even know her at the time. It's
2: like like you're a random powers. child.
0: Join me.
3: But like the first person. the means? fact that three of them are introduced in this movie. Fassbender, we know, but three of them are introduced in this movie, and like that's just ruined. It, it. would be
2: more interesting if Xavier was a horseman
3: yeah, over uh, anyone would. else. Xavier's a horseman.
2: Magneto's a horseman. Magneto's a
3: horseman. Uh, fucking beast, I don't know. And you get they get the characters though that we've invested yeah. in. Make them the horsemen, fucking Banshee or someone. Maybe they didn't fucking die. Quicksilver, Gambit, remember for this. Quicksilver, you know. Taylor Kitsch comes back. Taylor Kitsch now officially fifty years older than. Rose. Yes. <laughs> it's already weirdly implied. Like you know, maybe bring Quicksilver back. Have the people that we are invested in. Be the horseman. The fact that like he went and got these random guys. The
2: fact that Angel dies from falling out of a plane. It's like you can I don't fly. Even that. He dies from f- after flying. <laughs> he's just he's just stuck in the X jet or the whatever. The one thing the... he can do is fly. He di- I think the idea was not, was ironic, but it came off really it's... stupid.
0: He doesn't have a character in the movie, so it doesn't, doesn't matter. He's just there. Yeah, he's there to he fight. Has, has, I think he has one line in the whole film. I didn't even know he had a line. He has one line. I think it's like when he's drunk before, he gets his wings like, just like... like, who are you? Ow! That's about it. <laughs> I was like, why? Why does Apocalypse think that he's the best? Yeah, uh, Apocalypse is, is, lost the fight.
3: Apocalypse was ju- is jumping around, getting all the powerful mutants, and first Kurt, one, he Kurt goes to him. the X-Mansion. Doesn't think to stop there or anything. But <laughs> <laughs> he goes he gets to <laughs> your package is here he purposefully goes to find Angel already knowing he has to make an adjustment like he's already yeah. aware that he needs metal wings normal wings won't work <laughs> like
0: yeah like his yeah because in the fight his wings got damaged like he couldn't he can't fight anymore because his wings are all burnt to shit because Kurt beat him and Kurt's there at the X-Mansion this, this
3: he clearly bad. doesn't care about like not going for stupid like Harry Potter reasons it's not like he's afraid of Xavier because he goes to get Xavier yeah right
2: so just but go not as a horseman.
3: Go pick him up. <laughs> yeah, as a messenger. <laughs> well, to be fair, actually, no. To it's be fair to Yubani. be in a movie, he wants to be Yeah, he wants Xavier. Right. So he wouldn't make Xavier a horseman. But like but you could change that. It's writing. You could <laughs> run so, that problem in the movie. No, I'm just saying that still makes sense for Xavier. Is that you want him to take over somebody? Sure. You give him a character we're invested in. But all of them should be characters we're invested in.
0: <laughs> should be, yes.
2: <laughs> so nay. Nay.
3: Nay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Logan is next. What, what a stark shift to go from Apocalypse to Logan. Logan. The I didn't best. even think so.
3: I thought Dark Phoenix came out first. That's crazy. No, no. Well, Logan's a yay. Logan's the best it's, one. Logan is the best year. extra
2: franchise film, mm-hmm. period.
3: Logan is dark. It is gritty in a way that's not campy. It, it mm-hmm. takes itself incredibly seriously. It's a Western.
2: The trailers alone were phenomenal. Yeah.
3: The opening of like him with the limo drunk oh, and battling so people, and like the knife doesn't come all the way out, it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so fucking emotional. All of the characters are defined. Just stabbing through the skull. Even, like, Caliban is defined.
2: Who's also an apocalypse. Different Caliban. Let's not (laughs) get into that.
3: The only issue that I would have with Logan would be it's never really thoroughly explained A, why he's dying, or B, why mutants are gone, or C, why there's... I guess that one's experiment. So B, why mutants are God. That's but actually
2: implied, through the, um, it's, yeah, the it's implied through the corn
3: thing. Yeah, it's implied
2: through the corn thing. Yeah. If you're not through the movie, that sounds like nonsense. Yeah, the corn thing.
3: Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's definitely implied. I definitely wouldn't actually want them to labor on it more. I, I think, agree. I think yeah. the mystery of it is fine. I do think it's kind of BS that Logan's dying. Even an old I man agree. Logan, he's not dying. I agree. Um, I think the idea is supposed to be that he's losing his mutant power. Um... I think that they did in the Wolverine as well.
0: I think that even if he, if what happened at the end didn't happen, I think he still would have lived for a good bit. But I don't you know, know. he's how solidly long could...
3: being poisoned. Like, oh, no, he yeah. seems like he's about to, like, he seems like he was going to die in that room before he went to go like, chase after them and got hopped up on drugs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, at that point, he had been like shot and stabbed like
3: God knows how many well, that's, times. That's actually my other issue, is the whole concept of the adamantium bullet. I don't think the adamantium bullet should work. No, I don't either. Like, an adamantium bullet will pierce his skull. Sure, the bitch heals, though. Right. Like, I don't understand.
0: But, but we've seen in this movie, though, he his healing really is not working anymore, especially after his fight with himself. Like, he is, like, just dying. Which cool effect. Oh, it's yeah. a great effect. It's a great movie. I'm it's trying, so good. Even if you haven't seen the other X Men movies, you can watch this by itself and still yeah, get a great Wolf movie
3: out still of it. a full, uh, thoroughly interesting and engaging He's character He's a full in this a lot. movie, yeah. Yeah, you can oh. you can get in, not even know it's X Men related, and like yeah. just be like, this is a movie about an old guy who used to have a power and now doesn't.
2: What's yeah. weird is it ties into the New Mutants movie as well, which we'll get into soon. I don't think that was
0: intentional. I, 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 I would think that agree. was a, I think that was a re-way. I would agree. It was
2: I know, but it's still a weird thing that happened. Uh, what? How so? There,
0: there's, uh, we'll, we'll talk we'll about no, we'll it Any thoughts about Logan you want to
2: mention before you go to the next film? No, I'm good. Because next after this is Dark Phoenix, so I want to link Dark Phoenix, of... the,
3: the biggest crime of Dark Phoenix truly is that it is boring. It was I, so boring. I also hate a beast I, in it. I don't think I it has, so I genuinely don't think it has as egregious of character misdirection or as egregious of like, just story not working. Apocalypse. As apocalypse. Agreed. However, it is boring as hell. It's short too,
0: it's like 90 minutes. I th- and my problem with it, like, while they t- trimmed it down to one story instead of Apocalypse, which had, like, 20, like, it's just, they don't do it interesting. And, like, like your thing with Beast of, like, him, like, going on, like, this murder quest, I, it's don't, weird. I don't hate that. But the problem is, is that we didn't get enough of him and Mystique being, like, an actual I thing actually, before.
3: I actually, w- I didn't mind that. Well, I, I- think, because, like, first of all, it's in character for Beast. Beast sucks. And second of all, like, as a person, Beast is a, is a crap person, but... He, well, I
2: like him when he is the pacifist kind of character he often can be okay. too, like that, like that literature lover, that kind of uh, Shakespearean lover, which happens, like, X-Men Evolution, Wolverine in the X-Men, and then Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer's version, like, I'd say was that kind of that softer generality. Yeah, mentality the,
3: the softer... Versus the Beast I aside. Also, I like when Beast is, though, still, like... A dick? A dick. Like, when he, <laughs> well, all scientists in Marvel Our are dicks. mad scientists. Oh, oh,
2: God, Reed Richards.
3: They're all mad scientists. And, and he is no mistake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no difference.
2: mistake. But,
3: he but, is no exception. Um, but I do think it also, like, him and Mystique are one of the few relationships that was established in each movie. Like, going all the way, when I binged him all the way through, it was a very strong third line mm-hmm. through all four films. So the fact that that needed development. The biggest comic error I would find in that one, I did think was, like, bizarre to me, was the concept of Genosha. Right, I thought I meant to
2: bring it up. Okay. (laughs) What the fuck was that? It's just like, we are farmers here now. We have (laughs) no shit.
3: Magneto's just fine. Like, he's also like- I
0: am more criminal than farm. He literally brought out the metal of the fucking world in the last movie. They shot nukes into space with this. It's like, I'm good now. I murder my family. I murder a lot of people all the time. It's chill. I'm just like, why would the government give them a place to live and like not try to arrest his ass? Like, well, after what happens, like would die. That's
3: the it reason would why. be the idea. <laughs> it's one of the few times in most mediums that I genuinely really cared for Jean Grey. And I think a lot of it is Sophie Turner's performance.
0: She improves from Apocalypse. Her
3: performance, uh, a lot. From Apocalypse, her performance after she kills Mystique is very good. Mm, The death of Mystique is stupid. Oh, it's very dumb. um, Her performance when she's like got the blood on her and everything, like she's doing well. The villain is bad. Oh, completely. Um, Also unnecessary. It should have just been about Jean Grey. My my thing with the villain: Why was
0: it not like an external? Like, like she. This is how the Phoenix Force is projecting herself, like in her mind. Like she's seeing like this woman talk to her (laughs) and like manipulate like her mind into like doing like these evil. acts. And stuff that would have made more sense than the bullshit that we got. The aliens were there.
3: Weird thing to are... to be fair, aliens and X Men, long history. Oh, I, I it's very interesting know. to see. We finally got an alien X Men movie,
2: which was Jessica Chastain Um, forgot, I keep Strange. forgetting
0: she's in the movie.
3: I didn't know who she was. I watched, I watched the movie and I was just like, This is very interesting. This is a villain in this movie. I don't know who the fuck she is. So what? I had to go Google her. I was like, All right. Fine seems to be related to Dark Phoenix. I've not actually read the Dark Phoenix line. Okay, so it, is, it is heavily related. I oh. was gonna say, like, yeah, she's involved. I didn't yes. understand that. So I was like, cool. Went in thinking it might not be that bad. If she's this boring, <laughs> it's terrible. Well,
2: the aliens also have no purpose in the movie. They're kind of just. There. just like, it
3: should have been about Jean. It should have been Jean being mm-hmm. the Phoenix, and people having not bring Jean in. Like that would have been an emotionally driven movie. The fact that it was like, oh, but there's also aliens controlling it, so it's fine. Like. <laughs>
2: Bonkers. Well, they're the ones who kind of gave her the fort. The they exposed her to, the, to this whole thing. When they're in space... Also,
3: Quicksilver shows up for the stupidest one of his scenes. After having the best scene in the last two movies, yeah. shows up to do the stupidest one.
2: Also, they, they have now... The gov- The world loves them, and they go on space missions together. They and have a phone line directly to the no, president. No, to
3: be fair, to be fair, that is the point of the film. Is like they, they go into the idea of Xavier is selling out the mutants. That's what Mystique's yes. mad about. And they're mad about the space mission. And they, they make it clear it's not a normal thing, mm. and that Xavier's doing this for publicity, and like
2: it feels like a stark difference, so from what we just got in Apocalypse.
3: Well, that's the idea is that um, after Apocalypse, it's been ten Xavier, years. Xavier whole- has like gone and like is now the Xavier that we had originally in the comics, who is doing his best to appease humanity.
2: Are you defending this film?
3: In this one capacity, yes. <laughs> one, of the things, one of the things I do appreciate about the prequel films is that they do dive into the concept that. Xavier is as morally Gray a character <laughs> as Magneto is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and which she really is. Well she really is. It's something the comics have always held. <laughs> Days of Future Past, um, I believe Days of Future Past, is the one that starts with Scott Summers' whole monologue about who Charles Xavier is not.
2: Yes. I've been I'm used not, to read it,
0: yes. I, I think they, they do something s- somewhat similar with Beast and Xavier, like after Mystique's exactly. funeral, it's like Beast is calling him out. Yeah, and Beast bullshit. literally like, tells is, him. This like, is all your fault. Their,
3: I, take, I think it takes a lot of balls to end that. Uh, filled with, like, Xavier not being the headmaster, yeah. like, he's leaving. Like, he is a super flawed character at this point, and I think they do that part well. It's just everything surrounding that yeah. is that. But McAvoy is the standout character movie. in the whole, tril- our whole quadrilogy. It's also, like, it's, it's terrible and it's boring. But, like, <laughs> it also was not meant to be part of the trilogy, right? Like, the trilogy was going to be first class, uh, Days of Future Past, yeah. Apocalypse. And this was going to be sort of a new trilogy, which was the younger ones. That's why they right. had this mm-hmm. essential focus. Um,
2: and also they were doing press interviews and saying they're going to have more movies soon. That was the yeah. idea. And then no. Fox <laughs> bought it.
3: However, there, Fox was bought before this movie even came out. Uh-huh. And yeah. so yeah. everyone knew. That's why I didn't bother seeing it in theaters. I was like, everyone knows this is a dead franchise.
0: I saw it in a mostly empty theater opening night. Like, that, I was just like, <laughs> man, so this is just a dead on. And then New Mutants especially. It's just like this franchise it, is the just other dead. theater. Wait, there was like two other people in yeah. the theater.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that one in a second.
2: That is next. Uh, no, it's not next. Yes, it is. Never mind. I'm
0: tired. It should be. <laughs> yeah, then, then Deadpool, so yeah. Yeah.
3: No, I like it more. I'm doing Devil's Last. Okay, yeah, we skipped the Deadpool like, one yeah. for sure. I like, this, kind of more, th-
0: I like this more than Apocalypse from the f- standpoint of just like, it's focusing itself on one story and is not trying to overexert itself. It's a more structured but film. It's a better structured film. It's, just, it's still a bad I film. I just
3: would never watch like, if I was in... Someone had a gun to my head, and they were like, you have to watch either Apocalypse or Dark Phoenix. I would watch Apocalypse. <laughs> like, even just to be more upset, at like, <laughs> Phoenix, at the end of the day, it's not doing enough really bad. It's just so boring.
2: It's the attack of the clones. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the, this is here. Uh, yeah. I, nay. 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 <laughs> Nubians surprisingly, kind of yay. Yeah.
3: I... I have
2: mixed feelings I think this on is it.
3: the definition of a guilty pleasure. <laughs> like, I used to really reject that term. Uh, I was yeah. like, there mm-hmm. are no guilty pleasures. There's movies you like, and movies are subjective. This movie, I've... I do understand, was very bad, but there's a weird comforting nature to watching it. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like,
2: like... Also, a lot of racism, though. Like, magic is... Oh, they do just, magic
3: so weird. I don't understand the entire, why they you're do You're gonna get that later, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, I don't understand. Oh, I forgot we have a whole other part <laughs> after this. <laughs> it'll keep, it'll keep, it'll it we so. have three more movies and then a whole other part.
2: New Mutants, we watched this game in the theaters and my first reaction was, it's not that bad. Like, I wouldn't think it was going to be terrible. Because like, As Marin had been I'll saying,
3: see. I'll say this New Mutants. There is something to be said about a, any comic book movie that is being made by someone who clearly loves the source material. Right. And that is true of this film. The man who made this loved the freaking New Mutants. So much so that he was like trying to work in Sinister, trying to work in Warlock and Cypher, and like was, wanted to do so much with this. And he was like, mm-hmm. these are my favorite people. And you can feel that in the way they are represented, with the exception of Magic, Magic. and um, Birdo. his sister. Magic and Birdo are the only one Birdo? That's his name, right? Who are you referring Sunspot. to? Sunspot. Yes. Yeah. Um, those are the two that are the most drastically different from their roles. Now, granted, the whitewashing of Sunspot is bad. Yes. He is very integral to his character that he's black. And it's strange that he's not. But his character is more in line personality wise with his current comic book part, nothing like they were when they came out. <laughs> like he He brought a book. This was like he was like the Cyclops of the team. Like he was like honor, justice, valor, Mm -hmm. we're going. I do really appreciate a lot of what they did with the movie. I think Danny Moonstar is carried basically right out of the first two comics. Like, she's taken basically right out of her first two comics, even in her like uneasiness with being like a mutant and everything like that. Um, I think elevating the relationship with Rain from a mind link she has with all animals, because she's a a Native American, Mm -hmm. with being a lesbian relationship. Was good. Really cool. It's mm-hmm. weird they cut out the one actual lesbian character from the team, <laughs> which I do think the issue with that is, is karma's power is possession.
2: Karma's cool though.
3: Karma's cool. <laughs> How on earth would you use the power of possession I, I in this you. film? <laughs> like, that is hard to do. Cannonball, getting to see Cannonball, not in his current form, but in his original mm-hmm. coal miner hick form. Played by
2: fun. fucking what's his face? Um,
3: well, though, yeah, like he did it good. He did a good job. I really liked his cannonball. Yeah,
2: his voice, his accent. And I little... love
3: the idea that like, granted, the whole point of cannonball's powers is that he can't get hurt while he's going. Like and that's then how... he
0: continuously gets hurt. He with gets his continuously hurt.
3: But like the fact that they were going for a more serious like horror thing. I wish that they had gotten the R rating they wanted. They had gone full right. horror. It became
0: can't be the end, for sure. which is weird because they could have gone an R rating. Because at this point, like Logan had just come out, and then Deadpool like was being. I think really
2: it's because it was with
3: kids. I think they were trying to market it for children. Uh, yeah. It,
2: children it, are like te- hold on, like how young we talking Definitely more teenagers. Like teens, teens. Yeah, yeah.
3: They didn't want the seventeen plus barrier. Uh, right. Bear, yeah. is the point.
0: So, I, as someone who does not know these characters, what is your reaction to this movie as a whole? I. I honestly do enjoy this and I think that like you said like the director uh, who also I'm pretty sure I don't know who else wrote this but he had a hand in it clearly liked these characters and wanted to represent them as well as he could like because the characters are interesting then um, magic is just racist Magic's but, but I love also the-
3: magic has Lockheed which is hilarious
0: yeah that's Why? Kitty's thing right huh
3: It's yeah. like Kitty's thing yeah, yeah. Kitty is Lockheed
0: <laughs> but her power being tied and making it into a horror kind of aspect of bringing their nightmares to life I thought that was a really that's cool a and a really, really cool interesting idea. way to mm-hmm. do it but the problem is the movie doesn't go all the way with the horror aspects like there's definitely horror scenes but then by the third act like the horror is just kind of gone yeah. like it's it just becomes a, a more the standard thing. The, the giant bear which is like on a certain level I can understand that but I in like this horror do, movie who, who, that doesn't belong what's
3: so fu- what's not funny but like there is the better opportunity there of, like, while the bear is happening, you have Magic and everyone fighting the bear. Also, Magic's just from Jump already the best, which I'll get into when I talk about Magic in a second. <laughs> magic's um, cool. Magic's already from Best, and also Limbo's her safe space, which is also weird. Also, Cecilia, Cecilia Reyes gets really fucked on this. Like, it's clear that he yeah. didn't like I Cecilia Reyes. I thought it was Reyes. very
2: weird <laughs> that they have all these teases to Sinister, like, who's our big boss, who's our big boss, and they never actually say. Ham
3: was cast. John Ham was cast in this film. What? Yeah, he just, what, they, because of production or, like, shooting issues or something because of COVID and stuff. Um, Wait,
0: Marilyn Manson as Smiling Man? Oh, the the, de- the demons. The, the demons. demons of. That's uh, Marilyn Manson? I guess. I, it's
3: probably archival or some shit. Okay. I mean, they made um, this back
0: in like 2017, though.
3: Yeah. But like, due to some production show, I know they had John Hamm. John Hamm was going to be Sinister. And John Hamm is the best casting of Sinister I've ever heard. That's and like right on point. Exactly. And it yeah. would have been better if we had him.
2: <laughs> yeah, because you can't hes in the movie uh, The Big Bad the whole time,
3: and uh, it's never. As I was talking with Demon Bear, as the movie was happening, you have a much better genuine like horror thing going on with Rain in the church. Mm-hmm. With like the, the uh, cardinal who abused her. Mm-hmm. Like, that is so much more significant. Yeah. And the, actually the fact that the bear like crashes into the church is good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And the the fact that these kids, these kids have more camaraderie than any of the X-Men games. It's insane. That final battle is actually like feeling like watching the X Men because they're talking to each other, they're all yeah. helping each other, they're zooming in, using their powers. Like, it is really nice. I actually
0: love this. Like, <laughs> as an X Men team movie, they do a good job of having a team. <laughs> oh, the well, let's, let's talk about the tie in of, of this to Logan.
3: Yes, what is that?
0: When we find out that her powers are tied to like her nightmares, uh, she's getting visions of like, um, because in Logan, there was the footage that was shot of um, the kids of, of the kids being like tortured they were the oh, kids. Yes, 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 yes. They she's were the just, kids. And so that was to tie in. That is, that. yeah, I
3: didn't notice that, that they were. And that they were supposed to be, like, sent there,
0: like, once they figured out, like, what their powers are here.
3: Yeah. So. Yeah, well, yeah.
2: It's an interesting idea, because he said, like, well, are we part of the X-Mansion
0: kids now? Like, no. He's dead now. Like, that doesn't make sense we, to... And also, we don't know when this takes place in the timeline at all. There's right. no, there's nothing that gives us any indication. But which is,
3: to be fair, when X-Men movies are doing their best. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we shouldn't know when they were set. But,
0: but if they are tying this Every into Logan and it does have that footage, this is when, after Professor X has probably murdered all the X-Men by accident and Logan is off in the desert. Or right before. So, like, the X-Men aren't a Well, thing? also,
3: the, like, the idea is that this is before Logan's happening because the place they're getting sent to is the place that they were doing it. Right. Which is... Kind of strange because it's also implied like the hospital they're in is supposed to be Sinister's orphanage, right? Which is like,
0: but also they're the wild. only ones there, and they never. And this is this is my thing. They never think it's weird. They're the only patients there. There are no other doctors or anyone else that they works there. They think
3: it's weird. They address they, they, it. They, they, they think it's
2: weird. They do think
3: it's strange that they can't like leave and stuff. Like that's a that's a main point that they have this the barrier. Uh,
2: Reyes has done turning Reyes me.
3: into a villain is odd. It's a weirdly bad, terrible choice. And I'd, like I said, the whitewashing of Birdo is very bad. And Magic being racist is just ridiculous. Though it is good that Danny, like, I guess it's not good that Danny faces racism, but that is a key part of her character as well. Mm-hmm. And if they're the only ones there, like who's gonna, like, how yeah. are you gonna do it?
2: yay yeah or nay. I... You can give it an arbitrary reason. You can I'll give it, it.
3: I will give it a, I think I'd watch it over some of the other exit movies. Like, I'll, a good amount, yeah. honestly. So i give it a yeah. yeah.
0: Uh- I'll give it a yay because I actually care about these characters.
3: Yeah. And they feel like they're coerced. Even magic comes around at the end. Yeah. Like they feel connected at the end. That's a yay.
2: Deadpool's happened. I don't think really it's been going for so long. But
0: they're both fun.
3: Yeah, they're both good movies. I, re- I they're, really they're, like them. There's no, Deadpool 1's far superior to Deadpool 2, in my opinion. Um, I, I don't
0: know. I, have, I haven't I have watched them recently. Uh, it's been too long. I do say I love the way the second story plays out, especially, like, with the villains of the final confrontation and how there really isn't one and that they create them themselves. I would rather prefer that over Francis in the first one.
3: I, I just... Deadpool 1 is so tight and so intact. Yeah. And I love the flashbacks and everything. And it is... It feels more Deadpool-y to me. Yeah. And the fact that, like, it may be also biased. I know this was the Passion Project of Ryan Reynolds that mm-hmm. I was following as he was like in development hell for five years before he finally got to make it, and like I still remember when that like leaked footage came out. I remember that. that yeah. like I still remember being that hyped, um, and like the opening sequence on the on the bridge and everything. This is the most Deadpool-y movie to me.
2: I will say I think it suffers from being an origin story a little bit because the second one you get to play around, he he is the character now, so you can just have him do things. Well, that's
3: what I think. Deadpool two gets a little bit away from, like, what makes Deadpool Deadpool, in my opinion. Like, he's a little hokier, and he's a little, like, he's not really the center of the story, like Cable is now. Mm. And I like that Deadpool wasn't comedic relief in his own movie. Like, he was comedy, but he was also the the dramatic core of the film. Um, And I appreciate that, because Deadpool is a sadder character than most people think. Like, he's not the internet meme Deadpool. And... I still really like Deadpool too, and I like the new characters. I like some of the gags. The, the killing of X-Force. That was great. Is, like, tragic, but also hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> to just, and also, like, that we have weird characters in there. Uh, like, Shatterstar is in a movie. He dies. Yeah. But it's hilarious that Shatterstar is in a movie. And then the
2: guy Peter. That's it. Just a new dude.
3: And Dopinder. <laughs> Dopeinder, to my knowledge, is not from the comics. But no, Dopinder is a not. fantastic addition. Dopinder. to love um, He's kind of like yeah, their Hydra
2: Bob kind of. Exactly,
3: yeah. He's the, the Hydra Bob replacement. Yeah. Um, who's in Deadpool.
2: Yeah, I, um, th- Deadpool 2, um, I don't like the dual fridging with both Cable and with Deadpool that happens. Weird choices there.
3: Well, with Deadpool at least did what it was, is to do, like they, they are knocking out most of the famous Deadpool things. They do X-Force, they do Domino, they do um, Cable, and they do the Death thing. But like the idea that he's trying to get back to her too is yeah. a, like I like
2: that idea. He's trying
3: to die he wants is to the die. good is like the the plot point that's famous of Deadpool. Mm. It's him trying to die to get with death herself, but right. now it's with Vanessa. And I like that he has such a strong connection. And the thing with Firefist is kind of like the thing he has with his daughter. Great actor by the way. Yes, absolutely. And,
2: and uh, one hundred of the little, little people. Yeah, so he's good. He's so great. So good.
3: Like it's kind of similar. And I like the scene where Deadpool like. Finds out that the kid was abused and just kills the guy. That was great. And then tells off Colossus is like a very Deadpool scene. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciated that.
2: I don't know which one I prefer, honestly, overall. They're both good. Yay. Yay.
3: Black Tom Cassidy's
0: in (laughs) it. It's not
2: reminding me. (laughs)
3: Black Tom Cassidy is in it, in the prison, which also houses Juggernaut. And they never speak. Their yeah. best best buds. Also in the,
2: the fact that Juggernaut is the half brother of Xavier who got his powers from a Maddie gem.
3: That's never brought him even the last stand though. No. <laughs> like no one ever brings that up.
2: With Benny Jones wearing a weird
3: bodysuit. I love that it is like not a guy in a weird rock helmet though. Right. Like that it is Juggernaut. Juggernaut yeah. should be a very imposing <laughs> present. Benny
2: Jones was even a big guy, he just wore a bodysuit. That's it. It was just a, it was a muscle suit. Not even his real skin. The rubber suit on his body. Weird choice. This
3: Juggernaut just ripping Deadpool in half. his like gushing about how big of a fan he is. It's just hilarious.
0: Uh, he just goes like, I'm going to tear you in half now. That's so a thing you would do. <laughs>
3: so, the prison pocket. Because well, the other thing is like, when we were watching it, or when I was watching it. Um, we I, have, we're all, we all <laughs> us good friends. Hello, everyone. <laughs> when I was watching it, I remember him being like, you make friends with the biggest guy in the room. And it just cuts to like the door mm-hmm. and like the sound of the hammer. In my head, I was like, is it Juggernaut? Like, why would it? Like, why would it be Juggernaut? But also Ah. is it that it was? And I was very excited that it was actually Juggernaut.
2: That's our X Men deep dive for the most part.
3: Deep this is the, the operative word. Uh,
2: <laughs> any thoughts on any cartoons you want to say? Or any, like, you do not watch a lot of the cartoons you saw. I have
3: seen Evolution several times. I have seen. Good actual,
2: characterization. Proposals. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: I've seen. Well, also like fun because they're all in school. Right. The biggest, the biggest flaw of Expert Evolution is that they go to a different school.
2: Right. So it should be Xavier's
3: school. <laughs> yeah. Xavier, it's not like Xavier's boarding house right. for <laughs> mutants, but. um. It,
2: okay, it teaches them how to use their powers for mutant stuff And It is a very
3: of- fun way of introducing the classic characters. Like Forge. Like is in Cobweb. It. Thank you. Um, Like, Forge is in it, Uh for a second I even was like, what?
2: <laughs> Combo is a character from his TikTok page that he's created about who's in Oh, okay. <laughs> Who wants to go there and actually learn how to be a student, and okay. not actually fight in a war of mutant kind.
3: But, um, like, Forge shows up. And that's where I fell in love with Forge. I was like, he's a cool character.
2: Oh, yeah. In this weird, like, in the-
3: In the, like, the pocket verse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the techno verse. Which I'm sure is this thing.
2: He's from the 70s in that version. He's from um, Trapped in Time.
3: Which is how you do a character like Forge. She's a little outdated.
2: <laughs> Honestly, Fantastic Four should be in that way. I think it'd be really cool if they had Fantastic Four MCU. I'm I'm these. done
3: with the MCU having people out of time. Uh, they have done it too many times. I want they okay. a, specifically for the MCU. They need to be just there. Yeah. Wolverine X Men heavily underrated. Agreed. Those are all love. X Men Evolution is um, where Laura Kinney from Logan's originally did de- ah. mm-hmm. And um, good
2: job with that too.
3: Absolutely. There's a reason I finished watching X-Men
2: because the fourth I, season with Apocalypse as a whole arc, I, really good.
3: I don't think I ever saw it. Really? I think when I watched it on Netflix, it wasn't the they thing. Because I remember Apocalypse coming out at the end it of the was teaser. Th-
2: it was two seasons long of br- bringing him into the, into the universe. Yeah, exactly.
3: I remember him showing up, and I remember the end, that being the end, and I don't remember ever watching a fourth season. But Wolverine and the X-Men criminally underrated only one season. So sad. I really want to watch both. I've started to be watching both of them many times, and I've never can finish it because I'm terrible at TV. The 90s now. show
2: is good. It's just, it's a lot. i got to
3: watch that before 97
2: comes out. All right, so now it's usually we do a thing called super weird stories where I talk about wholesome or problematic or weird stories in comics or sh- superheroes. Nikhil has a series on his TikTok called What the Fuck Comics. And so I figured cause it's similar enough, he can do an episode of that here, basically. Yeah. And take it away, Nikhil, however you want to goad me with the weirdness. I
3: think <laughs> we'll just keep the conversational uh, system we have here. Okay, so this is going to be about magic. This is Magic's origin. Not The Gathering. Not The Gathering. <laughs> Magic's origin. Liana um, Rasputin's Liana her Rasputin. name? yes. She is the little sister of Colossus. Okay. Um, she was originally brought to the X-Men uh, not having a mutant power. She was brought along with Colossus. Her and Colossus mm-hmm. are from Russia. They're mm-hmm. refugees. They came t- to New York. Ileana <laughs> is transported to a world called Limbo. And Limbo is an alternate dimension. It's basically yes. hell, but it's like... It's, it's wonder- also in the movie. It's, the it's also just Wonderland. Like, mm-hmm. really. Everything's kind of topsy-turvy and off. It's ruled by a guy named Belasco, who's the devil. He takes a special interest in uh, magic. He thinks that... Uh, she is going to be his ticket out. Um, and as long as everyone's in Limbo, he is God. He controls everything. It is revealed that an alternate timeline version of X Men have come to Limbo before, and they all got stranded trying to save their version of Iliana. And it's unclear again, like, what Iliana can do for Belasco. But what is clear is that they cannot allow whatever it is to happen to happen. Mm. So Kitty Pride and Storm show up. Storm is very old, Kitty Pride's an adult. Uh, Kitty Pride decides they need to kill Iliana. Storm says, no, I'm going to train her in magic. Kitty Pride says, did you forget that's how you yourself turn, like, got corrupted and turned evil? And so basically, there's a little bit of a fight. Kitty, in a weird change of character, takes Ileana with her, like runs away from Storm, runs away from the Oasis, the only place they're safe. Because now what Kitty's plan has changed. She thinks she can take Ileana, and using Ileana can kill Belasco. And that's what she wants.
2: Why does she think that? Because is powerful. Okay. That's the whole
3: thing here. Everyone wants Ileana.
2: Are her powers established yet? No. Okay. So that's
3: very important. Ileana at this point is a human being. Why is she powerful? Because she is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what it really comes down is Belasco wants Ileana, and he thinks Ileana can get her out. So Kitty probably logically thinks Ileana can, can help probably get me out. Kitty begins to train Ileana not in magic like Storm was trying to teach her, but in basically how to fight. And like in a pretty brutal way, like she like slashes Iliada. and she's like, "Yeah, don't get slashed next time." And they're like just walking to this castle. It's real Lord of the Rings stuff. Like the mm-hmm. castle, Velasco it. they're walking towards it through a desert, and well, rather run, they're running. Um, oh, the other thing here is Kitty Pride was like manipulated or like tortured by Velasco, and now she looks slightly more like a cat. She has like cat eyes and like cat face, and they call her cat in the whole mo- in the whole thing. There's a really extended like conversation that inside Ileana's head about how she's running to keep up with Kitty because she can't fall behind her because she'll die in this like Mm -hmm. decrepit wonderland that they're in. Mm. They get to the castle. Nightcrawler shows up. Nightcrawler is told to not let them uh, gets the part where they can teleport out. There's a fight that ensues Ileana knows Nightcrawler because she lived with the X mansion and she's like you're my brother's friend and she's like She's literally either four or seven. I can't remember. Yeah. But <laughs> well, at, this point, at this point she's older-ish because she is aging as all this is mm-hmm. happening. Years are passing. Ileana is Like you're my friend. You look scary, but you're nice to me and Nightcrawler's like I'm gonna kill you um, There's a fight ensues uh, Kitty murders Nightcrawler br- Brutally. Um, to save their lives. They run, they get to the place that's like allegedly where Iliana can transport them out, right? And again, at this point, she's had a life so far. Yeah, she's not having fun. <laughs> at this point, power is not revealed even to herself. She doesn't know what she can do. So they get to this little area. There's this big portal that already exists, right? Where they can go home. They go through the portal. They have the vision that is Colossus and the X-Men reaching out, grabbing Illyana and be like, "Oh my god, she's home." Only for that to all have been an illusion. She pops out right in the throne room of Belasco. And Velasco's like, you forget that I'm literally God here. Like, what did you think was going to happen? You're, I got you instead. And then Kitty's like, bitch, I got a sword. <laughs> and pulls out the sword, goes to stab him. Belasco turns her into cat. a giant cat. She Shay. was like a cat human person. Now she's a big cat. Um, and he's like... He looks no big at, bear. He looks at Ileana. He goes, Ileana, you are going to be my apprentice and my consort, and <laughs> that you're going to learn magic here um, with me. And you can't say no, because again, I'm God. What are you going to do? And from there we get some training of her learn really becoming a master of magic. Which no, she on, I missed
2: one thing. How did she get in the first place?
3: I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this four-part series starts with her. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ileana learns a lot of magic, she learns a lot of power, she grows up even more. There's another really horrifying scene talking about Ileana's uh, interior monologue where she's talking about how once Velasco leaves the room, she only has like a certain amount of time to like run to her room, or the cat will eat her. And like, she knows, and this is her best friend, Kitty Prime, uh-huh. and she's like, not even best friend, but now also mentor in this world. And she's like, she's gonna eat me if I'm not careful, at any moment, if Velasco's not around. Jeez. And so she runs, she goes to her room, and it's only in her room that she discovers her power, and her power is to make portals. Hmm. Um, Because she just really wants to not be there. She's a child still, so it's working for her. And she's going through puberty now Mm. because time is passing. So she's going through puberty. Her mutant power activates. She realizes she can make portals. She leaves the castle like a smart person would. She goes back to the oasis, finds it's destroyed. Storm comes back and is like, hey, don't be, oh, that's right. Sorry, We're going to back up. So in her room, her mutant power activates. She's going through puberty now and she realizes she has the power to make portals. How she, much more
2: is there to the story?
3: A little bit. So she's going <laughs> through portals, and she's bouncing through portals basically for fun at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't know what she's doing, and she actually interacts with the mutants at like in a weird time-displaced way, where they're like, this can't be Ileana, she's too young. And then eventually what happens is Storm reappears, and Storm sieges the castle herself, and she's like, I got you. We're taking out right now, we're going home. Uh, this is not what happens. Basically what happens is Ileana fights the cat, the giant cat monster mm. personally kills the cat monster to show that she is becoming a badass.
2: So is it still Kitty though?
3: Yeah, it's Kitty. Okay. Kitty just is now a cat monster, and now she's dead. Okay. There's even the thing Magic says that she's doing this, where she's like, "I have to kill the woman who taught me to fight." And then Belasco succeeds in killing Storm. How does this end? We're getting there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Velasco succeeds in killing Storm. Magic then runs away mm-hmm. using the portal thing she found mm-hmm. out. She runs away. She goes to this the oasis. She finds the oasis destroyed after Storm's death. Everything is decrepit. And she sits down underneath this log that was like the last remnant of the oasis. That should keep her safe-ish. Belasco says, you fucking suck. And what he does is he changes the weather to like a blizzard. And it's implied that this is a blizzard she's been in for months, if not years. She's just sat behind this tree as an eternal blizzard has been raining on her. She is like always, constantly trying to grow an acorn because it's an oak tree, Mm. right? So she's like, if I can do what Storm did, I'm a powerful witch now too, if I can do what Storm did, I can make a new oasis. Um, But it's not working. Every time she tries, it's not working. But she goes back, she's going to kill Belasco, and basically she has this epiphany, which is hilarious, which is that she's like, I'm spending all my time trying to make something pure, something good, something that is for me uh, with this oasis, but that's not what I actually want. What I want is to kill Belasco. I want death. So, the reason my magic's not working is because I'm not doing what Storm did. I don't want to be safe. I want to murder him. So, she tries to conjure a different thing using all of her power, which is a sword. That works. And it's where she gets her soul sword, Mm -hmm. which is forged out of her soul. Oh. All right. And so, she has this sword, and suddenly she's like, she just knows intuitively. She's like, I could kill him with this shit. And so, she portals back, and. Does, (laughs) and then she goes.
0: (laughs) I can understand now why they changed the backstory for for the New Mutants movie. All right, on that note, Josh,
2: as a person who usually reacts to these alone, um, what do you think of this story? That
0: is, it's a lot, but that is a very interesting story.
2: That was a weird story. I think it definitely qualifies for our super weird story segment, for sure. Uh, For sure. Yeah, thank you for coming in today. Thank you, Nikhil, for coming. Um, It's really fun. Anything? Where can, where can people find you online?
3: At uh, Nikhil Clayton on TikTok and at Real Nikhil Clayton on Instagram because I lost my virtual account.
2: Really? <laughs> Do you have Twitter as well or anything like that? Or? I don't use it. All right. <laughs> um, and Josh, where can people find you online?
0: Uh, YouTube, Josh Rudolph. Instagram, Jan 16 Twitter, Jan 28 and I just joined TikTok today <laughs> yes. as Rudy the Film Nerd. Hmm.
2: Yeah, and I'm places as well. You can find me on TikTok as well. At that nerd in theater, I am also having an Indiegogo campaign right now for my senior film, a like, uh, short film, and that is also linked in my bio on everything, so you can find it there. Um, so I'm that nerd in theater on TikTok. I am the theater nerd on Twitter, and this podcast, if you've listened for more than one episode, you know that we are first, were, that we were the Nerd Talk podcast for with our host Nerd Talk Productions. We have since then killed our host. We are now our own podcast, our own. <laughs> we don't have a host anymore. we are now just Geek Speak podcast everywhere. So that's pretty cool. You can just. Find us um on Twitter at Geekspeak Podcast. Uh, and you can tweet at us and or on YouTube at GeekSpeak Podcast. Where this will also be. You can watch the video there too. When I say killer host, it's very much a joke. We are I was my channel I changed the name to <laughs> from Nerd Talk to just that. Um, we thought it'd be because we just thought the idea of like symbiote style, <laughs> Venom style. Uh, all right, thank you for listening today and or watching on YouTube. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.